MMR's President Seed Podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's News Updates with Kathy Romano. Hi, today is Wednesday, the 19th of June. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. The collapsed stretch of Interstate 95 in Philadelphia will reopen within two weeks, Pennsylvania's governor said Saturday after joining President Joe Biden on a helicopter tour over the critical stretch of highway closed to East Coast traffic since last weekend. We are getting it done here in Philly. Governor Josh Shapiro said at a briefing at the Philadelphia International Airport after the flyover that included members of Congress and the city's mayor. Biden said there is no more important project going on right now as far as he is concerned. We're with you. We're going to stay with you until the work is totally finished. When this initially happened, I thought even like temporary, I was thinking six months or something like that. The fact that they can have something in place in two weeks, that's pretty damn sad. Not only are we getting a bridge that quickly, I've just found my new favorite show. (laughs) Worksite. The streaming video is pretty fascinating. Shapiro said with Biden at his side, I can state with confidence that we will have I-95 reopened within the next two weeks. Biden also announced the federal government will reimburse 100 percent of the work for the next 200 days, followed by 90 percent. This will help expedite the rebuilding process and cover the cost of union workers. I grew up not very far from here, just across the line in Claymont, Delaware. I know how important this stretch of highway is, not just to Philly, but the entire East Coast corridor, Biden said. The stretch of the uh, East Coast main north-south highway collapsed early last Sunday after a tractor trailer hauling gasoline flipped over on the off-ramp and caught fire. State transportation officials said the driver was trying to navigate a curve and lost control. I wonder uh, if this is <clears throat> how much further you could go. Let's say if the if the chunk was 35, 40 feet longer, would it be impossible to do a patch like this? Or where yeah. does this fall in feasibility? Yeah. How far could they extend something like this? Why don't we knock down some of the rest of it and see? Yeah, yeah, let's see what happens. Just see. They'll make it. Yeah. Uh, so two weeks are saying it will be reopened. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's excellent. Police are investigating a shooting that took place in Lower Marion Township Sunday morning. It happened just, yep, everybody's head just popped up. It happened just after 8 a.m. in the parking lot of the former Lord & Taylor store what? on East yes. City Avenue. Right? So that's two, <laughs> two shootings, shootings within a stone's throw from where we're sitting right now. You know, uh, just by uh, practice, I ran serpentine into the building today. <laughs> ah, good call. Just to make sure. Good idea. You never know. Yeah, so one in our parking lot last week and then just across the street uh, where this, you guys know the parking lot. That's, that's yeah. an important lot parking lot for me, Kathy. Yeah, between, between th- that's where I used to go to get all my workout clothes, yeah, but Lord it, Taylor. It, there's, no, there's nothing there. There's nothing right. there. How could, why is there a shoot? Okay. I'll tell you. Right, I'll tell you why. Oh, you got the deeds? <laughs> yeah, it's All actually right. pretty unbelievable. Uh, so it happened just after eight in that parking lot. Upon arrival, police located a five-year-old boy suffering from a gunshot wound to his foot and a 31-year-old man suffering from multiple gunshot wounds. The child was transported to CHOP and the man was taken to Lankanaw. Uh, police say the injuries do not appear to be life-threatening. According to police, here you go, Case, the shooting occurred during a custody exchange. Oh, oh boy. And the man responsible man. for the shooting is in police custody. Oh, my God. I gotta. I'm gonna have to check. I would love to see the the expense reports from the six ABC reporters because they they can walk to all this <laughs> Just news walk now. Right over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There is no continuing threat to the public at this time. Police say if anyone witnessed the shooting or has any information, they're asked to contact police. Las Vegas police reportedly placed cameras in the backyard of a family's home uh, where they claim aliens crashed earlier this month. A Vegas family called the police after aliens supposedly crashed in their backyard. Yeah, I'm looking for the MGM. 
<laughs> Family members were uh, recorded saying that they saw an eight-foot person with big eyes that is not human. Wow. Police body camera footage also showed something falling from the sky. It turned out it was Macy Gray, Kathy. Oh, no kidding. (laughs) According to sources close to the investigation, law enforcement are not treating the incident as a hoax. And they have placed cameras in this backyard to see if they can capture anything on video. Did you see the footage of what was supposed to be the the extraterrestrial? I did see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I didn't see that. I saw the the UFO, but I didn't see what was supposed to be the extraterrestrial. What does it look like? It's like a CGI alien, you know. (laughs) I, uh, I, I was not sold but uh, who knows maybe that's the illusion they create to throw us off right let's guys when you make it look really cgi and then they won't believe it (laughs) i just i mean the police put a camera back there i'm like wow why not i guess so i want an alien camera well because their their cameras their body cameras caught whatever was falling from the sky so they're looking for something so we'll see what happens with that all right in sports this morning The Phillies won their sixth game in a row, beating the A's 3-2 yesterday afternoon in Oakland. Kyle Schwarber opened the game with his 20th home run and added an RBI single among his three hits to lead the Phillies to the win. Zach Wheeler picks pitched six shutout innings as the team's starting rotation to help the team to 13 wins in their last 15 games. The Phils are off today and open up a series at home against the first place Atlanta Braves tomorrow night. Wyndham Clark is the U.S. Open champ. Clark, who was ranked 293rd a year ago and never finished better than a tie for 75th in a major championship, held off Rory McIlroy, Scotty Scheffler, and Ricky Fowler in the final round to win the 123rd U.S. Open. So this guy just came out of nowhere, basically, right? Yeah, well, I mean, he's never... He's yeah. never done anything, anything this big, yeah. Crazy. Wins a major. Clark, who is from Denver, carded an even par 70 on Sunday. His 10 under total of 270 was one stroke ahead of McElroy, uh, who wasn't able to end a nine-year drought without a major championship. And in NBA news, the Washington Wizards are finalizing a trade to send three-time All-Star guard Bradley Beal to the Phoenix Sun for a package expected to include Chris Paul, Landry Shamit, and several second-round picks. The deal could take a few days to be completed, but Beal is on his way to the Suns to form a new big three in Phoenix alongside Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. And that's what I have for you this morning. Kathy, I want to apologize to you. Uh, at the uh, at the blood drive, I corrected you in a name in golf. And I was incorrect. Oh, really? And it bothered me all weekend, yes. Oh, okay. Sheffley, you were correct. I said Sheffle. Xander Sheffley, you got it right. So well, my oh. humblest apologies okay, to right. you. Thank you. I just want to show people it's okay to apologize. It's okay to say oh, you were wrong. You. So, anyway. So, Kathy um, was saying that I got it right. Though. Well, what I was saying is well, Nick, yeah. Nick will write it out for me sometimes yes. um, if it, you know, if it's a, a little more difficult name or I might not know how to pronounce it. So. Yeah, but like Bill Weston, I beat up on you even though it was Nick's <laughs> Right, right, right. And yeah, it really wasn't Nick's fault, so I'm apologizing right. to Nick as well. Well, so. here's the thing. When, when you corrected Kathy, I was like, well, Preston knows better than I do because he watches same, more golf same, than I do. that's and, what I thought. And I thought that I had written it correctly, but I was like, well, I guess I was wrong. In no, a way, Nick, you your right. victory is, is, is my victory because I remain quiet to help you write the sports. There you go. There are moments where yeah. you think about maybe correcting somebody on the show, and then there are other moments where you're like, you know what, let's just keep not moving it. forward. Yeah. yeah. And that oh, was, 
And I always default to the knowledge that I'm a moron. Exactly. So that, that I, I don't have the hubris. Well, uh, bladed happy Father's Day to everyone who are daddies and all that. Hopefully you had a nice day. The weather was exemplary. It was a beautiful day yesterday. That it was. Uh, so hopefully you enjoyed. Uh, we come back to the new work week with some fresh stuff. We have a new Word of the Week prize, a family four-pack of admission tickets, uh, and fast lane vouchers to Dorney Park and Wildwater Kingdom. That's a pretty sweet deal. So you get the family pack and you get the fast lane voucher. So uh, we'll start collecting the letters at the end of the program. Um want to thank you again for your participation in the I Believe for President Steve blood drive. We will have uh, totals later on this afternoon, I believe, and that way we'll be able to reveal them tomorrow morning. But yeah. things are looking good from what I hear. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah, so yeah. We'll, uh, we'll let you know exactly how that uh, turned out. But thank you for your participation. It was a great day. It was very, very enjoyable. Although, my God, that was some of the worst rain I've driven in when we, we yes. went to Live Casino. That yes. storm was freaking scary, man. That storm was real. That storm uh, was I'll real. Tell you what, you're exactly right, Preston. And I'm thinking, oh, God, are people just going to stay home and not? Right. I, I would completely understand. It was miserable. Yeah. And no, that we got to Live, Preston. Yep. It was packed. It was absolutely jam-packed, which is awesome. So, um, uh, we have a couple things going on today. We, are we going to mention who are, uh, is joining us at the crossover, or is that a surprise? Does anybody know? Or yeah. We can mention it. Yeah. Okay. The saying. Yeah, so uh, we're going to talk to Eric Bazilian and Rob Hyman of the Hooters, and it will be when we're done at the very end of the program with Pierre. They're going to pop on and do a Zoom. They are in Germany, I believe. Wow. They're doing the, a portion of their European tour, and uh, they've got an announcement to make. All right. So we'll check them with those guys and see what that is all about later on this morning. We were scheduled to have Rob McElhenney on today, but his uh, son is not feeling well. He was up late last night, and uh, we're going to reschedule and hopefully have him on tomorrow. Getting ready for that friendly uh, with Wrexham and uh, the Union, which is uh, pretty awesome. It is so, going to be fantastic. Uh, we'll find out some of the details and let you know exactly when he's going to join us. But supposedly it is tomorrow morning. So uh, outside of that, business as usual. We'll come back in a second. I'll roll out some entertainment stories. Somebody got uh, a big announcement at a concert that they have a baby on the way. Oh. We'll tell you about that in a moment. I'm sure you've heard about it. Uh, <laughs> but we'll have a stupid question and prizes as well. Stay put. We'll be right back. Looking for fun things to do this weekend? Pierre Robert's weekend calendar has you covered. Shows in town, movies to see, exhibits and specials around the Delaware Valley. Just use keyword weekend calendar at WMMR.com to get the list. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoop In and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double-hung sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. 
back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, let's give something away. We got a $50 DoorDash gift card that we are going to give away for the correct answer to this. Easy one for you. Which movie was Pixar's first feature film? 215-263-WMMR. Call if you know the answer. All right, which uh, movie was Pixar's first feature film? We'll go through some birthdays while we await your answer. Today being the 19th of June, Juneteenth. Uh, we have birthdays, including Paula Abdul. Oh. Hey, baby. Uh, she turns 61 years old today. I just saw an interview with her, and she was really good. I forget it was a... The guy used to play Lex Luthor in Smallville as a podcast, and apparently he's friends with her. Okay. And uh, she was good. Excellent. Yeah. Happy birthday to her. Also, Felicia Rashad. Ah, that's right. That's right. Cosby Show. Yep. How are you at Bacon Cakes for Files? Uh, She uh, is, her sister, by the way, is uh, Debbie Allen. Yes. Also a, a fantastic actress and dancer in her own right. Uh, and uh, Felicia Rashad turns 75 years old. Two shows with Cosby, right? So she had the original one, and then there was the second one where he was kind of like an Archie Bunker. Yeah. And she was the wife in both. And that was in Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, yeah. So happy 75th to her. Salman Rushdie, the author of Satanic Verses, uh, turned 76 years old today. Is that fatwa still in effect? Uh, to kill him? Don't know. Huh. Uh, do not know. Uh, Kathleen Turner also turns a year older. Uh, Body Heat, Romancing the Stone. It's a good movie. I don't even remember this song. I did. This run at the end was just an end credit. uh, Maybe. Probably. Is this Eddie Grant? This is Eddie Grant. Get out of here. Wow. What was the the single? uh, when the going gets, gets tough, tough, the yes. tough get, yeah, yeah, Go that was Billy Ocean, right? And, and they're was, all in the video. It was a big hit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was that Romancing the Stone or was that the follow up? I don't remember. Romancing Jewel the of the Bone? Nile. <laughs> Jewel of the Nile. That's it. Yeah, one of the two. Um, also, uh, she was the voice of Jessica Rabbit and uh, War the Roses. Whole bunch of movies. Uh, she was here in our studio. She was great. I'll never forget it. <laughs> Casey had told her the story that. Romancing the Stone was the first time he had ever, like, seen boobies and yeah, had a yeah. reaction to that. Like, you know, yeah. he got a Woody yeah. or whatever it was. And she pauses for a second. She goes, well, isn't that nice? <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not tell her I got a boner. <laughs> it was awesome. <clears throat> she was great. Yep. She's uh, great in Dumb and Dumber too, as well. The uh, <laughs> She's... Um, Freda Felcher. Freda Felcher, yeah. yeah. Uh, it is Ann Wilson's birthday oh. today. Of hearts and uh, one of my favorite female rock singers ever. Amazing. Turned 73, and she has done a cover of Magic Man with Dolly Parton. And you know what? Yeah. It's really good. It is. I was so surprised. You know, because you hit the play button like, oh, what are we going to get here? It's Dolly. You know, that's great. And I was very happy. Is this uh, some of it here? Yeah. Okay, so I have Marissa isolate a part in the the middle because they added lyrics to it. Mm -hmm. There's like a section that didn't exist before. before. Yeah. They add some stuff to it here, which is pretty cool. 
can still sing. Man. She can. Yep. That's. I mean, it's amazing. It's pretty badass. I was curious whether they were going to adjust the register. They kept it as is. I mean, she's she's wailing, and and Dolly is earning her rock and roll <laughs> yeah. Hall yeah. of Fame induction. She is yeah. stepped up, but but this is great. Like the production of it is yeah. spot on to the original. They really went to great lengths to recreate it wonderfully. So happy birthday, Ann Wilson, who is seventy three. Uh, Robin Tooney from uh, Empire Records and the Craft. Always liked her. Fifty one years old today. Hugh Dancy. He's been here in our studio before. Who's his Has wife? He- Claire Danes. Claire Danes, that's right, yes. Yeah, I believe he was, wasn't he? Yes, he was. English guy? Yes. Yeah. Um, Hannibal, Ella Enchanted. Uh, yeah, he's been in a bunch of stuff, yep. Because I remember when I found out he was married to Claire Danes, I was like, dude, you win. You know, <laughs> I'm like, congratulations. Uh, he's 48. Zoe Saldana. Fantastic. She goes across every genre there is. So, other than Star Wars. Yes. Uh, because you have Avatar, Star Trek. Guardians of the Galaxy, so she's in the MCU. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. So she hits almost everything except Star Wars. Uh, she is celebrating her 45th birthday today. She's got a new movie coming out where she's kind of it's kind of like a born identity kind of thing where she's the lead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, we also have uh, Paul Dano. He's been here before as yes. well. I remember when he was coming in, I was like... I wonder what that guy's going to be. I like. do it for the craft. And right. Yeah. He was actually much cooler. He was yeah. very laid back. Yeah. I was quite surprised. But uh, with intense roles, like, you know, there would be blood and, and taking lives, I thought he'd be... Yeah, super, super intense. Yeah, weird, but he was cool. He and did start Batman. though. Yeah, the Batman, he's an incredible Riddler, but he yes. started with uh, some of those teen comedies. Uh, so he turns 39 today. Uh, Mia Sarah, who played Come Along, Sloan, uh, in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, she is 56. Boy, did I have a crush on her when that movie came uh, out. She was years younger than uh, the two male leads, you know, uh, so they were in their latter 20s, and she, I think, was 19. Yeah, and she really hasn't done anything. Nick pulled up her IMDb since 2013, so. Not a lot. Uh, yeah, acting not really in her repertoire. She's in the movie days. Legend, too, with Tom Cruise. That's correct, yes. All right, and the last birthday comes from in my inner circle. My son, Carter, turns Aww. 21 years old today. How did that happen? 21. And so he told me, Dad, I'm buying a bottle of wine tomorrow. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, Car's Car's a, he's, he's a wine guy. He's just uh, been drinking yours up to now, and now he can buy his yeah, own. Yeah. yeah, he can get well, his own. But you're you're not. You're not really a wine person. No, but he's. <laughs> monster, drink inside. Drink inside. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. He's just trying stuff out yeah, until yeah. he figures Kathy, out what he's drinking right now. I was just to say, yeah. let him know. I can give him some advice or <laughs> right. suggestions for a bottle. All right. Uh, so he is one of the finest people I've ever met in my life. I love that kid more than I could ever explain. So he's one of the him. nicest kids. He's just a sweetheart. He's so nice. I can't believe it. he's 21 years old. He's not a nice kid. He's, well, nice. he's a nice he's a man. Kid to us. He's a nice young he's a nice man. Wine drinking man. Yeah. yeah. He's just, uh, he's got a huge heart. So happy birthday to you, buddy. 21 years old. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the super question. Which movie was Pixar's first feature film? And we will go to the phones. It is Nancy that we're going to talk to. Hi, Nancy. Good morning. 
Good morning, it. Good morning, it, and good morning to see you, Nancy. <laughs> good morning to see you. Pixar's first feature film, please. Toy Story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Huge hit right out of the gate. All right, Nancy, hang on. You got yourself a fifty-dollar DoorDash gift card. You can get saucy with freaking delicious fried chicken tenders. Freaking delicious. From Tender Shack. And you can uh, choose from two signature seasonings options, and that's Dang Good Seasoned or Nashville Hot as Fire, and dip them in five incredible sauces. The delivery-only menu is available on DoorDash. At the box office, number one movie was The Flash, made $55.1 million. (laughs) Do they use that effect in the movie? That would be great if they did, wouldn't it? (laughs) I'll be right back. Hey, a number of people that saw a case were complaining. Well, everyone complains about everything, so that's par for the course. How was the actual speed effect? Him running fast. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. There like, is. You know, no one's ever actually really seen something like that, so yeah. it's all up to interpretation. I, so when watching Zack Snyder's yes. um, Justice League, which I, you and I both believe is a masterpiece, I still am a little underwhelmed on how they show him. I would like to see... You know, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Well, like, you know where they. Where people... I, I know they do the slow motion thing, and the, and the, I, the effect. I'm a little underwhelmed with with the flash. It doesn't mean I don't like it, but I, I would like to see, you know, some really rapid fire scenes. What do you think, like Man of Steel? Quicksilver. What about Man of Steel? Uh, I don't remember. So when they're darting around super fast, yeah, that, yeah, I think that's, that's a awesome. good depiction. Yeah. yeah, more of that. More of that. Be yeah. So anyhow, I, what, how do you feel about the way? Ezra Miller's character. I like runs. it actually. Yeah, that, First, well, it was explained to me is that when you're running fast, if you were if you're running with your limbs in close, uh-huh. you'd you know it could be problematic. So he's a little bit more balletish, right? I didn't like it initially, but in uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, uh, it, it it works for me. Uh, second was Elemental. Third was Spider Man Across the Spider Verse, followed by Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. The beast. Uh, the beast. The beast. The beast. The, the, the Little Mermaid, The Blackening, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, The Boogeyman, uh, Fast X, and uh, Andra Persh. Is the Boogeyman a Stephen King story? Round out the top ten. Uh, I be- well, believe it is, and it's okay. one that I'm not familiar with. All right, I'd never heard of it. Uh, so, yeah, I'll have to look into that. All right, Courtney Kardashian is pregnant, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Again, she's expecting her first child with Travis Barker. She revealed it on Friday with a handwritten sign held up during her husband's Los Angeles concert with Blink-182. They both posted the video of the moment to Instagram the same evening. In the clip, a black-clad Courtney is smiling, and she jumped up and down in the crowd at Los Angeles' BMO Stadium as she held up a sign with a large black letter that said, Travis, I'm pregnant. Uh, the video continued with Barker looking shocked on stage, and his bandmates are heard saying someone's having a baby, and then what? he made his way to the audience what? to embrace his what? wife. On her Instagram story, <laughs> wouldn't it be great if he grabbed the uh-huh. mic? Uh, the reality star shared more details from the night. Uh, one post showed the viewpoint of her longtime friend, Simon Huck, as he recorded the moment uh, that uh, Barker joined her in the audience after the announcement. There had to be a film crew there somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no way that they didn't do that of for the TV they show. Did. They did. A later post then revealed the inspiration for her sign, and I did not know this. So the music video for all the small things. Yes. In a section of the clip that she shared, a fan can be seen holding up a sign that also reads, Travis, I'm pregnant. Uh-huh. So it's a joke oh. 
from okay. that video. And so I think that, that gives it more cred now. Yeah. Okay. Because Marissa had sent us this whole thing, the 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 post uh, over the weekend. She's like, I hate that this showed up my feed. Yeah. Because it's so uh, kind of cheesy. We don't but care that it's a that it's a um, it's a throwback to the video. Okay. That's yeah. kind of yeah. cute. I, yes. I guess. Absolutely. I, I, yep. My percentage of loathing is decreased. Yep. So next, she shared a behind the scenes photograph. Of the half-written sign uh, being made, the words Travis and Pregnant were written which uh, with what appears to be her uh, sat in, <laughs> sitting in front of a large sheet of paper. So, uh, they're already the parents of six kids between them, by the way. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah she, and she, she, she has some of them. She has Rain Aston, Mason Dash, and daughter Penelope Scotland with uh, Scott Disick. And Barker has three children uh, with Shanna Mokler, uh, son Landon, daughter Alabama, and stepdaughter Atina. Um, how old is she? I don't know. She's in question. her 40s? Okay. 44, it says here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's 44. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, they started dating in 2021, and now they got a baby together. Hey, so. listen. Yeah. Good for them. Yep. Uh, I, this, I was on, uh, this was sad to see this. Uh, TMZ reports that Amanda Bynes was taken into custody by police oh, no. over the weekend for a mental health evaluation. Oh, Eyewitnesses said the She's the Man star appeared calm but defeated when police officers led her to the back of an LAPD cruiser. I can't even just superficially think of, how do you handle something like this? Oh, man. Yeah, how, what do you do? Yeah. I mean, uh, she's, uh, she appears to be trying. She, she is, turned but, herself in one time. Yeah, this and this will explain a little bit of it. A source said Amanda was doing better recently, trying her best to take care of herself. She has been making an effort to go to AA meetings, trying to hang out with sober people, and she's looking good. The only problem is she is inconsistent about taking her medication, which causes issues. And I can't speak directly to her, but, you know, if, if people that are taking medications to, uh, you know, mediate their, their yeah. mental issues, their, their, you know, what's going on uh, with them chemically and in their brain will sometimes stop taking it because it makes them feel strange. It happens all the time. It happens all the time. It happens and all the time. And then they head spiral out of control and they don't realize that they're right. getting out of control. It's just too bad. Is there something, I'm asking a question, it's probably very stupid, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Is there something equivalent to like a... Um, to a to a like a Norplant or something that sits in your system that that injects yeah. it regularly uh, for you. It's a good question. If there is, I've never heard of yeah. it. I mean, they have. I know they have like you know birth controls and right. things like that that they can do. So that's a good question. But don't know. Uh, so we'll follow the story and hopefully she's going to be okay soon. All right, Tori Spelling and Dean McDermott are going their separate ways after 17 years of marriage. Yes, I know. What? It's like the pregnancy. Mr. Charisma. McDermott wrote in a since-deleted Instagram post, it is with great sadness and very, very heavy heart that I, after 18 years together and five amazing children, that after 18 years together five amazing children, that Tori Spelling and I have decided to go our separate ways. We should have had this playing in the, underneath it. Uh, and start a new journey of our... Yes! This is the band. Absolute. I asked her, though, remain friends. Don't be a foreigner. Uh, And this comes just days after the Beverly Hills 90210 star shared photos of the family celebrating their daughter Stella's 15th birthday. Uh, They were married in 2006, but um, apparently their journey has come to an end. (laughs) His, uh, he was always kind of cited by other, like Luke Perry and other people. Uh, from the 90210 cast who had met him, said later on in interviews, they always thought he was kind of a dick. Well, we'll and uh, who knows? They gave it a good run. 
So Brody Jenner took to Instagram on Brody. Sunday to share the name that he and Tia Blanco are engaged. The Hills... Back off, War Child. <laughs> seriously. Back off, War Child. Seriously. The Hills... Back off, Brody. Seriously. The Hills star uh, posted a video of the engagement and wrote the caption, Can't wait to love you forever. How long can you be classified as the Hills star at know. this point? I don't know. Uh, so this comes after five months after the couple announced that they are expecting a baby together. Brody. Uh, this is a fun little story. Michael Sarah told Rolling Stone in a recent interview that he and his ex-girlfriend, Aubrey Plaza, almost spontaneously got married in Las Vegas. I didn't oh. realize he was, uh, that they were a thing for a while. Good for him. Yeah, and they he were said, going to. What? He said it was so they could get divorced right oh away. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they became a couple after working together uh, on Scott Pilgrim versus the World. That was in 2010. He said, well, we were driving through Vegas, and we almost just spontaneously took a detour and got married. He said, like, something where you get a certificate, and I think the idea was then get a divorce right away so we could call each other my ex-husband and my <laughs> ex-wife at, like, 20 years old. That is pretty funny. <laughs> uh, I love it. The way they have Michael Sarah, with the way he's depicted in that movie, The End, yes. he's this complete horn dog, oh, yes. hitting on, like, Rihanna, and yep. it just is hilarious. Yep. Was it, were you about to do a dad joke and I stepped no, on it? No, okay. no, 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 no. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I can feel I the vibe. No, no, I can no. feel the vibe yes. coming. No criticism. Okay. That's all right. We might talk about dad yeah. jokes later. Rosie O'Donnell went into detail about her complicated relationship with Ellen DeGeneres in a new interview with a Hollywood reporter. The former talk show host explained that she, quote, doesn't trust Ellen. Oh. Uh, yeah, I didn't know this was a thing between these two. She once asked her to take uh, uh, Ellen to take her to Super Safe. You can uh, take me a super safe tomorrow because I have a sale. And she said no. Ellen didn't want to do it. Wow. No. Uh, O'Donnell said uh, she texted me a few weeks ago, uh, checking in, seeing how I'm doing. I asked her how she's surviving not being on TV. She said it's a big transition, but we've had a weirdness in our relationship. Mm. I don't know if it's jealousy, competition, or the fact that she said a mean thing about me once that really hurt my feelings. She doesn't mention what the mean thing was, does she? She does, yeah. She, she goes on to reveal that uh, the things, things went awry when Ellen allegedly said on an episode of Larry King Live that she didn't know O'Donnell and that they weren't friends. Huh. Uh, so I think that's... Is that the truth? The thing. O'Donnell said, uh, I have a picture of her holding my then-infant son, Parker. I know her mother. I could identify her brother without her in the room. I knew her for so many years. It just felt like I don't trust this person to be in my world. Huh. Yeah. You think they'd have so much in common. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Just right. goes to show you. Yep, does. All right, uh, some casting and uh, renewing stories here for you. Another 1980s icon is joining the cast of Stranger Things, Linda Hamilton. I was really glad to see this. Will be a part of the final season. And uh, Hamilton appeared via a video uh, to uh, talk about it. Uh, the Stranger, Thing, uh, Stranger Things has referenced the Terminator though not Hamilton's role specifically in its uh, stew of 1980s pop culture callbacks. <laughs> the Soviet assassin Grigori uh, in season three was styled to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger's cyborg killer from the film, and Carrie Elway's character even refers to Grigori as Arnold Schwarzenegger at one point. I love this. Yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm... It'll be bittersweet, that final season. Yeah, I, I gotta mm. believe that there'll be some types of spinoffs or something yeah. that'll happen. I think it's... I think it could be 
my all-time favorite TV show uh, of this type. I mean, because... You I, like you Ted know, Lasso. Ted Lasso is amazing. And by the way, we've only got like, I think, two or three episodes left. We're working our way through it. It's okay. just fantastic. We're just loving and, it. And yeah, I won't say anymore, but I you're going you're gonna to be a, smiling like crazy. Smiling and crying. Smiling and crying. Smir- uh, smiling. Crying. Uh, so, but anyway, uh, so Stranger Things, I'm, I'm in love with. And Ross Duffer described the final season as a culmination of all the seasons. So he said it sort of got a little bit from each, whereas before each season was distinct. Three is our big summer blockbuster season with our big monster. Four was the psychological horror. And I think that what we're trying to do is go back to the beginning a little bit uh, in the tone of season one. But scale-wise, it's more in line with what season four is. And hopefully it's got a little bit of everything. I'll bet you each episode is like an hour and a half long or something. Yeah, like well, the, there were some long episodes. You know, the yeah. final Ted Lasso episode is, a, I think, a 90-minute episode. It's awesome. longer, okay. at least. Yeah, I like when they do it. And yeah. I don't want them to do it too much, though, because I love the compact series thing. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm very fickle. Bar has been renewed for season two at Netflix. Uh, the announcement was made by Arnold Schwarzenegger on Saturday at the Netflix uh, Tudum event. Uh, following the May premiere, Fubar opened with 88.94 million hours viewed in its first four days of availability. It's good to be here, Tudum. Uh, Fubar also stars Monica Barbaro, uh, Fortune Feimster, Jay Baruchel. Uh, Aparna Briel and Schwarzenegger also serves as an executive producer. Yeah, Barbara was a horse, right? Yeah, what do you think of the show? You watch it, right? Uh, mm-hmm. We watched, I think, the first three or four episodes. It's not my Not cup. enough? It's not my cup of tea. All right. uh, Rochelle likes it. Yeah, I like it. I But I got to go back to it. I completely forgot about it. Yeah, it's, it's fun. To me, that's a sign. If you, a lot of times, if you, if you... If you're a number of episodes in and you veer away, okay. But if you've just started and you veer away, the universe is trying to tell you something. Yeah, no, I'm like three in, something like that. I can't remember. But, I mean, there's just a lot out there. And, and so this came out, and then the Arnold documentary came out. So I started watching that. I do like the Arnold documentary. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, uh, yeah, Extra- a lot of Arnold. Extraction came out and Black Mirror and, like, all these, these other kind of things. These kind of things. <laughs> So, in a recent interview uh, with Variety, Barbara revealed that her off-screen dynamic with Arnold resembled their character's father-daughter history. She said it was kind of perfect that uh, we have this father-daughter dynamic because uh, we would just give each other crap all day. And I yeah. think that helped us out a lot to find the sort of familial chemistry he was uh, also, kind enough to let me ask him anything about his experience and all of that. Arnold didn't say familial, did he? Uh, she, she did. That I'm was her. Try that. No, I can't do it. That was Barbara. I'm still having trouble in California. <laughs> uh, Barbara was the subject of mining the up horse, wasn't Barbara? Yeah, it was. Yeah. So, according to Entertainment Tonight, Netflix released first look, uh, look footage of the Squid Game reality show called The Challenge. And they released it on Saturday. Uh, they the trailer reads this November the world's most notorious game becomes reality. Uh, the teaser also gives fans a glimpse at contestants preparing for red light green light as the killer doll <laughs> Young Hee turns her head around. Did uh, you watch uh, Squid Game? I did not. Okay, it's good. I, I, I hear it's great. Yeah, pe- yeah. People raved on it. I think maybe a bit too much. I thought yeah. it was good. Yeah. Uh, so, Variety reports that on Saturday, the day after Extraction 2 premiered, the film's director, Sam Hargrave, announced that there will be an Extraction 3. 
first two films starring Chris Hemsworth are currently streaming on Netflix's case. Yeah. Yeah. In a different direction for the third one and just make it about a dentist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is going to hurt yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I, don't, I ran out of Novocaine. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, if you watch Extraction 2, you're like, okay, cool, there's going to be another one. Yeah, okay. you know? good. I, I enjoyed the first one a lot. Yeah, and at the end of the first one, you're like, oh, cool, there's going to be a second one. Yeah. Uh, this is cool. Speaking to Entertainment Tonight in a recent interview, Samuel L. Jackson said it, he wants his Marvel character, Nick Fury, to go to Wakanda. He said, I'm still trying to figure out why I've never been to Wakanda. I said, they didn't ask me to go, but I'm still trying to get there. I need a ticket. And he said, if I had it my way... I would have been in every Marvel movie because, I mean, he's Nick Fury. He, he, knows, every, he knows everything that's going on. So, But he wants to be in Wakanda at some point there, in time. There was a bit of a criticism in the second Black Panther movie. Is how come none of the Avengers went to T'Challa's funeral? None of them. None of them none were there. Of them. You know, and, and they like uh, everybody showed up for Tony Stark's funeral. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert. Um so, Secret Invasion is coming out. Obviously, that's his. This is. Are you familiar with the Secret Invasion? No storyline. So, uh-huh. Yeah, the, the comic book gurus had me to this. It's um, for over the past couple of years, over the past couple of movies where we have had various superheroes. It's possible because I didn't read the comics when they were coming out. Yeah, it's possible they were not actually them. But they were uh, trolls or whatever. Well, Nick Fury's been off planet for a long time. He sure has. So, and then this is Secret Invasion is about him coming back to Earth. Some of these stories are confusing me. I I went to the (laughs) Spider Verse movie. And I got to admit, I was pretty lost. Multiverses, Multiverses can hard. be fine. It's hard to follow. But I agree, man. That's Honestly, that's why the Flash series, I'm like, enough. And, and Stop I, it! And I get it. They need to find a way to continue this yeah. cash cow. And it's entertaining. I mean, without question. I Hey, I'm more power to it. But I, I do, me personally, have a hard time following some of it. We should just create bad. a series called Cash Cow, Preston. Cash Cow. Yeah. It could be a character. Yeah, absolutely. All right, and then one last thing. TV Line reports that a teaser trailer for the fifth season of You was released during Netflix's uh, Tudum event on Saturday as well. Uh, Penn Badgley gives fans a glimpse of what to expect during the final season as the footage revealed that Jenna Ortega's character will be returning to the show. So Tudum is the is the Netflix big rollout? Is that what it is? I guess so. Is that how you pronounce it? Tatum? I said uh, Tudum. That, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, no. I've, yeah, just, I'm, yeah, it seems to be their event all right, uh, to, to say, you know, what's coming up down the road, what, what exciting things are. They debuted a trailer for Rebel Moon. Did you see that case? <gasps> no. Yeah, Zack Snyder. I it's going to be on Netflix? That. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You look good? Uh, it looks great. Excellent. It looks okay. sensational. Well, we got to get our buddy Zach on something. Absolutely. Time. So I was watching, I watched a few episodes of Black Mirror on over the weekend, and uh, I'm not giving away any spoilers or anything show. like that, but uh, but in an episode or two, it seems like uh, they they have a Netflix within the series, but their Netflix is called Streamberry. Okay, and and at one point they're kind of going and uh, what do you call it, like uh, channel surfing to see what kind of program. And I, w- I wasn't sure if you guys had heard about any sort of uh, were those Easter eggs. Uh, could be. Do you know I what know. I mean? Like, can you go and search? Because I, you know, and I, I didn't write like the down, Wawa I, menu. Yeah, I didn't yeah. write down any of the titles that were uh, that came across. Check uh, it again. Was Streamberry? They're getting very creative these days with yeah. Easter eggs. All right, we are ready for clips. Speaking to Samuel L. Jackson, he is reprising his iconic role as Nick Fury in the new Marvel series Secret Invasion, and here co-star Amelia Clark. 
admits to getting more than a little nervous. When my first scene with Samuel Jackson, the first time I met him, I was so starstruck. The only words that came out of my mouth were the words that I had learnt for the scene. <laughs> So I just kept doing that. And he's like, oh, we are methoding it up. Okay, fine. You want to play? Let's do it. No, no, but yeah. It's funny to hear, you know, famous actors and actresses getting nervous nervous yeah. around other people mm-hmm. getting starstruck. Oh, yeah. I know somebody who didn't get nervous around Sam Jackson at all. In fact, she just pushed him out of the way to get to the microphone. That's right. During Shamoween, right? Excuse me. Oh hey, loser. Why don't oh you let God. a pro take the I mic? Cut I cut him off. And was Have you ever done traffic? He then get out of here. He wasn't doing a good job. And, and was he kind of like, uh... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was like, what is this drunk girl doing? Oh, Pretty much, yeah. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been perfect. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Secret Invasion debuts this Wednesday, and you will be able to see that on Disney+. Plus. So Samuel L. Jackson... And uh, Amelia Clark are both in that. So, all right, next we have another clip. No Hard Feelings is a raunchy comedy about a New York woman down on her luck who accepts an unusual job offer to keep the lights on. And here, Jennifer Lawrence talks about the chemistry she shares with her co-star, Andrew Feldman. There was obviously, we knew that we clicked because it was a chemistry read. And so, you know, on the day when he auditioned, there was clear, you know, but that was so quick. So day one, yeah, immediately. I don't <laughs> give a f- I uh, since I once I saw the trailer, of this I, I like forgot how pretty she is. Yeah, uh, she's because uh, she can change. She's changed her appearance in several different roles. And this one, they've got her kind of gussied up, and I'm like, wow, she's. Very, very beautiful. Very talented. She's right about chemistry. I was watching this documentary about great chemistry in films, and when an entire film series can simply rest on the chemistry of the two leads, as and they, they, for example, Lethal Weapon. Yeah, they have great chemistry. Yeah, when they don't, it's a disaster. Yeah. So, uh, No Hard Feelings opens in theaters on Friday. If you want to see that, there you go. That's our entertainment report this morning. So let's take a break, take a little breather here, ease into a Monday morning. We'll come back in just a little bit, hang out together. You know the routine. Stay with us. We'll be right back. It's MMR's Local Shots, Artists of the Month. This month's band is Philadelphia's own High Leaf. the air every Wednesday at 6.30 with your host, Red Porsche. Search Local Shots right now at WMMR.com for even more exceptional local music. Brought to you by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. And the station that's always supported Philly's music scene. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. You may have heard uh, Steve laugh during uh, <laughs> Kathy's traffic report. Don't you love? Love. What happened? And I'm not blaming you at all, Casey. It's not your fault, but, yeah. He's picking stuff out of his mouth. When you go to take that last drink of coffee and you get a mouthful of grounds. Oh, yeah. Is that uh, kitchen coffee? Yeah. I I just spit that all out. That's gnarly. And I know there's like little mystery grounds in my mouth right now. I just uh, oh, I yeah. found them yet. They're your little mouth friends now. You know, yeah. I found out, <laughs> found out something. Same way that little guy sits on the stool in the dragon. <laughs> yeah. 
By the way, my fiance still owes us art for that. Yes, I want to see a, her, yeah. a rendering of that. I know, she'll get to it. Um, troll in the Dragon's Bell. I found out that I have something in common with Eric Simon that's a, sort of a weird little peculiarity. Peculiarity? Right? Peculiarity. There it is. I'm not and, even uh, it's, here's the thing that both Eric and I like to do. Eric Simon's our promotions director. We drink our cups of coffee, and then we leave a tiny little amount of coffee Still in the cup, and then we filled that cup with water, and we enjoy... Oh, my God, yes. You've diluted? been doing that for you years. You like diluted coffee? No, it's not diluted coffee anymore at this point, Steve. It's basically just coffee water. Oh. And um, and I like the flavor of it, and uh, there's something appealing to me about using that to then transition to water. pure, clean water. <laughs> and so it's a step thing. down. Eric so you're, 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 you're stepping down. I'm not the only one. I mean, yeah. we feel really good about myself to know wow. that I'm not alone in this, so that Eric Simon does the exact same thing. Did you... Notice him doing that and go, hey, 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 buddy, what are you doing yeah. there? Because we have a water dispenser in the kitchen. Okay. Eric, it's Nick. I know it's late, but <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help notice something. Yeah, and I, th- I was hoping he might go out with me, Steve. <laughs> That's funny because I, so I've noticed Nick has done this for years, and I've noticed it. And for me, I'm like. I don't want my water to taste anything like coffee. I get that. Yeah, it's probably a little gross to a lot of people, but uh, I find it uh, cleansing in a way to get to the, you know... Just you're clean, you're cleaning out the bottom of the cup, too. Exactly. Yeah. I don't find it gross, but I find it not very appealing. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think it's funny that you said you you enjoy it. Like, right. you really like that. I do. I, I, li- I like the why transition. Not, why not drink watered-down coffee all the time, then? Because I, mean, I like, like, I like a one strong cup of coffee when I, you know, I, I stop at uh, and I get my coffee on the way into work every morning. And then so I have that big one this, in the Yeti or whatever. I think this is 20 ounces, maybe it's 24. And then uh, that's enough for me. One and strong go, coffee, one diluted coffee, one <laughs> no, strong coffee. You know, mostly just water after this. It so. is pretty awesome when you do realize when you have that. Oh, you do that too? Yes. Like yeah, moment. Yeah. I'm not alone. Yeah. Um, Especially with stupid little crap like You've that. been burying bodies in that field too? Right. <laughs> Look at us. Want to go get a beer? (laughs) Hey, where are you going with that shovel? Where are you going with that shovel? There's a text from somebody that says, Nick, I've been doing the same thing for years. That's from Jason. That's from Alexa Hente. That's from Jason. So Jason and Eric and I can hang out after work and talk about this. Uh, The Diluted Coffee Club. Now, for the life of me to carry on this conversation, if we were to, I can't think of anything personally that's a little... I, I know something. I have one thing that I do. What? I know when the president did. Oh, okay. Which was uh, when we talked about this years ago. But feeling sorry for a little coffee stir after, oh, after yeah. three, yes. and you weren't and you felt That's alone yeah. when you admitted that, and you're not the only person who feels that way. That's true. Yeah. So, so the the story was I would take a a coffee stir and you know and and take it out of the you know dispenser wherever I'm getting coffee, start up you know four five six times and then throw it in the trash. I'm like that poor thing. <laughs> I understand that. Its entire existence was for that maybe five to eight seconds usefulness, and now it's on its way to a landfill and gone for good. I supported you, remember, and I brought up my thing when I always feel if I take something off the shelf at the store... Like it, I'm going home. Right. Like I've adopted a a dog or something. And and, and if, I remember as a kid, if I was told to put it back on the shelf, it was less because I couldn't have it and more because I felt sad because. That thing thought it was going home with me. I feel kind of bad when I'm buying apples at the grocery store and I'm picking through and I'm leaving the wild. Pick yeah. one up and take a good look at it. And what, what, little, what's wrong with me? There's a little bruise on it. And yeah. I'm like, no, buddy. I'm a battered fruit. You won't help me out. You're staying here. I'm sorry. Uh, Steve supported you. I did not. And I still think it's weird. <laughs> 
I, I What's your thing? I don't feel bad about the stirs or the apples that I leave behind. Do you do something? Do, maybe you do something that I oh, think I'm is sure, weird. Listen, I do everything. You guys think it's weird. Okay. Well, no. Maybe you do the exact same thing. I like to pleasure myself on mass transit. Oh, my Jesus. Uh, is that something too. that you... <laughs> now, is that out in the open or do you go into the bathroom? Yeah. Some of them have bathrooms. You, no. No, they're yeah, dirty. Out in the open. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. th- it's very dirty in those It's bathrooms. less dirty. That's right. Yeah. When it's out in the open. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> There's more, more room to breathe, and, and I, I tend to... F- Flail my elbow a lot. Okay, yeah, you don't want to. No, I don't like throw off a my... pregnant mother or something. Like that. <laughs> That'd be gross. I. You I having have... fun there, sir? Do you guys want to know my? Uh... Please. Chiz on a train. My aunt was going to a job interview. Yeah, it wasn't me personally. Oh, um, okay. So that's why I thought it was okay to say. Um, <laughs> my aunt was going to a job interview and the train was packed and so she was standing and, you know, kind of holding on and she was getting off at the next stop and there was a guy behind her and she said she could feel him oh, like no. moving around or whatever and she's like, but nothing like she didn't sure. think that that was happening it was happening and as she was walking off somebody stopped her and was like you have on your bag or something on, so, on the suit jacket oh, take, yeah this my is my good suit god she had to take the suit jacket off and go to the interview just and in like burn her. it mm-hmm. um that happens more than <laughs> you re- i mean that's one of the classic oh. moves that's the uh you know like uh, uh underskirts and and uh, upskirts oh, i should say and all that stuff what a what a what a Wait disgusting a thing to do. So this is way off topic from that, but this goes back to how we started talking about this in the first place. This guy says, "I'm in the army and I eat the coffee grounds that come in the uh, in the MREs." <laughs> Oh. You eat coffee grounds. You eat sand. You eat sand. I mean, people eat coffee beans. I don't. I do. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I will like chocolate covered yes. espresso, espresso beans. beans. Love them. That's thing. not like. Is it the same thing? But yeah. like picking a, a coffee bean up and just you're, turning, so. you're right literally turning it into grounds in your mouth. As yeah, you but it. Okay, it, I have a question: if those are the same thing or no, not? I don't, I don't think, think so. they. They've, they've been brewed, uh, right? You haven't. Because they, they're know. softer. You. A regular coffee bean is going to be very hard. All right, we need some. We need. We need We need a barista. Stat. We need. We need a barista. Somebody high up in Duncan to give us a call. We, <laughs> we need, need the best barista. Chocolate covered. By the way, I, I want them now. You once you mentioned chocolate covered espresso beans, right, I love them. Do you know what I do? Also, a lot of what? times I'll sit there when I'm watching TV and I will eat tea bags. And I know that's kind of weird. Yeah, that's weird. yeah, not good. Hang on, let me go to Kyle because he wants to share a little thing that he does. And realize that someone else does it too. Hi, Kyle. Good morning. Hey, Glappy Mouse friends. Hey, what's <laughs> up, buddy? Um, so I had some people over the house this weekend for my birthday on Friday, and I discovered that my best friend and I do the same super weird thing. I crave waking up in the middle of the night. You know, when you want a glass of water. Yes. It is only from the bathroom faucet where it's the best water in the house. No, so, Kyle, there is something yeah. that I bought years ago. It didn't work. I had hoped it would, but it was a connection, a connector to the faucet mm. in the in any faucet it would work on. And if you flip the lever on it, it would become a little water fountain. Yeah, Casey has that. Yeah, really? sure. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is might be what you've been looking for. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. No, I don't like bathroom water. Um, as a matter of fact, there was a. It was funny. A, a family circus cartoon back in the eighties that I remember, and it spoke to me so well. Like 
Uh, so the kid, uh, might have been Jeffy, asked for water, and mom and dad brings him water in the middle of the night. He goes, no, no, this is from the bathroom. I need kitchen sink water. <laughs> and I, I, you commiserate? I identified with that a thousand Do, do you think in your house you could tell the difference between water that came mm-hmm. out of the kitchen sink and the bathroom sink? At, yes. m- growing up, yes. Uh, Kyle, Kyle says, says yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, growing up in my in my house in Rutledge, absolutely. This house, I think so because I I feel like my uh, kitchen sink has a, a little bit more of a chlorine taste. All right, chlorine is one of the X Men. <laughs> uh, so Kyle, you found out that your best friend does the same thing. Yeah, we were all lit up drinking, and I was like, you know what, man, I need a good glass of bathroom water. <laughs> and he goes, everybody was like, what? And my buddy looked at me, locked eyes. He goes, wait, what did you just say? And I said, I need a good glass of bathroom water. He goes. Dude, everybody in my family thinks I'm weird because I can tell the difference of every faucet in my house except the bathroom. And we call ourselves Sink Samoyers. Sink Samoyers. I love that. Oh, that's terrific. I love that. So, Kyle, I don't doubt you for a second that you can tell the difference. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty wild. All right. Thanks, Kyle. I didn't know I... The only one I could tell that tastes a little bit different is... uh, Toilet water? Nope, my refrigerator water. Oh. I I can tell that uh, then... It, it would taste a little bit different than the tap water. So the water that comes it goes out, through a filtration system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it tastes. My mind. It's the refrigerator when we bought the house. It was the refrigerator that was in the house, and uh, it, it tastes a little. It, I, the word that comes to mind is stale. Mm. What your water from your refrigerator? Yeah, the, you we do s- have to replace the filters. You know. Oh that, yeah, right? yeah. So, and, but it still does. And I. So we have. Um, we get Deer Park delivery. You know the. Uh, you have the jug. We have. We have. Ju- I have jugs. I've got jugs yeah. too. <laughs> uh, somebody texted in, and, and I quote said, "It's the same pipes, you nards." Uh, yeah, we know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but for whatever reason, it tastes different. It tastes different. Same pipes or not? I will, I've said this, and if I'm going to be a nard, then I'm going to go extra nardy. Right. I'm going to say uh, I have purchased, and I brought this up. I like the Southern Sweet Tea, the Lip, Lipton Elite brand, whatever the hell their Elite brand of, of tea is that you know they sell mm. in the containers. If I get it in the individual servings, you don't it's, like it no, oh, it's just right. Okay. When you get it in the larger one, it doesn't taste right. Mm. It should be mm. technically the same drink, but it is different, and I swear I could tell the difference. Well, we had this conversation, I feel like, about the, those large candy bars, remember, yeah. and how it yep. doesn't taste the same as the regular size one. Well, there's a reason because there is, uh, on the smaller ones, on the, the fun size and the, and the minis, uh, they have more chocolate. Uh, around each bite because the... they're completely surrounded by chocolate. That's supposedly the theory. Here's a text that says, when I was in the Army, I would do the same thing with the coffee grounds. I would pack a little like I was dipping. Oh, oh wow. wow. That's actually kind of smart, though, yeah, if actually, you want a little bit of caffeine rush. We have Ryan, who is the guy who eats the coffee grounds uh, in the Army. Oh. Hey, Ryan, good morning. Hey, Gadzook, guys. Gadzooks, what's up, buddy? Hey, you still looking, is Cabby still looking for someone to spray your bush? <laughs> <laughs> we took care of that a few yeah, years ago. Yeah. Thanks, but thank you. <laughs> it's all spray. All right, Ryan. So uh, somebody texting in that these uh, these MREs uh, in the army that that the coffee is it's actually instant coffee. It's not grounds. Yes, it is. Um, uh, it's a uh, habit I picked up in basic, and it's basically kind of like a direct caffeine rush. And some guys will actually wrap it in the tissue in the. Uh, Hand towels that come with the MREs and use it as dip. Use okay, it as dip. use it as dip. That's interesting. So um, you're, you're right. So if it's instant coffee, it's, you're simply adding hot water. It's already been it's already been brewed, and then right. the water's been extracted. So when you would put it in your mouth, this this was so you get a a, a big you know jolt, a big uh, you know super dose of of caffeine, or did you actually like the way it tasted and all of that? 
I actually I like the taste of it. I kind of have weird taste in food. Like I'll try almost anything in the army. You can't be picky, right? So, and do, do you have a bit of an oral fixation? Where you is that something that you know? Whether you're using uh, tobacco or, or caffeine or whatever, is that something that you you kind of just do reflexively? Uh, no, um, I don't dip at all. I oh. only do this with the uh, with the army. So, but I don't dip. Um, so, I like to taste too. So, so would you would you just eat it, or would you actually put it in your cheek and gum and let it sit there for a while? No, I'm too lazy. I'll just eat it. <laughs> just eat it. Eat uh, a sp- like a spoonful. How much was it? No, I just open it's a it's a little it's a like a little sugar packet size. I just open it up and just pour it right okay. in. All right. I used to walk around with a turkey right, thanks, leg Ryan. in my mouth, Preston. Appreciate okay. it, man. Later guys. My dad used to always drink instant coffee. I don't think I've ever had instant coffee. Sanka was a popular brand of instant coffee, right? Well, Sanka is decaf. Right. Um, but, but it was instant, correct? My dad, yeah, I believe so. My dad uh, drank uh, Folgers instant. What? For no, him. no, no. I you have I, a look on your face like you... Well, because I was thinking Sanka as well. I didn't know that Sanka was decaf. I believe so. Yes. It's my understanding that Chock Full of Nuts is a heavenlier coffee. Uh, hang on a second. Let me go to... Yeah, you know, I've never had chock full of nuts. Yeah. What's the derivation of that anyway? Are well, there nuts the, in the flavor? I think so. Better coffee a millionaire's money can't buy. Okay. Is a, yeah. is a coffee bean a, uh, a nut by any chance? I know they say bean, but at the head nut, they sell coffee beans. I don't know. It's a good question. And by the way, nobody ever uh, let us know about the, the, the espresso beans. Yeah. What was the question Why? about the espresso beans? Yeah, is, is, it the, is it the same is, as just pulling a bean out of a bag and eating it? You know, of coffee. Your bean bag. Or is it a little bit, is it treated somehow different if you're going to chocolate coat it? You know what I mean? Has it been flicked? Has your bean been flicked? Should you flick your bean? <laughs> exactly. I'm going to go to Kim here real quick. She's got a thing that she found out that someone else does too. Hi, right. uh, Kim. Good morning. Good morning, Ed. Good morning to see you. What's up, Kim? Nothing much. Um, ever since I was younger, uh, my preferred beverage has been milk. Mm. Um, just with every meal, all kind of throughout the day, if I was really thirsty instead of water, I would always ask for a cold glass of milk. Um, I guess in my adulthood, I realized it was a thing when family and friends would be like, hey, come on over, we got milk. Uh, <laughs> come on uh, over, we got milk. milk. All right, let me we'll ask go to you. a milk party, Mom. Let me ask you this, Kim. What will you? What would you not have milk with? Was there anything that you would eat and go, mm, these things don't match up? Um, maybe something that's like lemony. Okay. Yes. That, you know, what might be, you know, curdle. That yeah. makes sense. Um, <laughs> but I mean, like, let's say you're having like sushi or something like that. Oh, no, I've definitely had milk with sushi. <laughs> milk and sushi I mean, seems kind of weird. For me. No. That fish and, and milk yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't go well together, me personally. Mm-mm. And I can tell the difference between milk um, if you hand me a glass of one percent versus two percent whole milk, skim milk. I can tell you what it is. I can almost tell you the different stores you got it from. Preston, you don't hook a jumbo shrimp on your glass uh, when you're drinking milk. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging on the side like a bloody fairy. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Um, all right, and you found out that someone else is a an all day milk drinker. Yes, um, somebody I work with actually. Um, I got a job at a dental office, and one of the assistants happened to mention that they like drinking big glasses of milk. And I was like, "No way!" Like all day. Way. Like, yeah, if I have it available, I like to get it. And I was like, "Oh." Why don't we go out for some milk after the? Uh, yeah, after work. After work today. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Kim. Appreciate all right, okay. it. According to EasyHealthyRecipes.com, dot uh, com, Casey is correct in that it is just an espresso bean covered in chocolate. Okay. All right. I stand all corrected. Right. I thought somehow. Or another they were, you know, uh, 
I did cooked too. differently or I don't know what, roasted differently or whatever. But they there are you prepared go. at some level. Yeah, and then uh, getting back to the instant coffee thing, the MREs, where there's instant coffee in there, that is actually Taster's Choice. That's the brand that they put in the MREs in oh. the military. Okay, so Kyle, who called in earlier, yeah. can go get some for old time's sake if he wants did, to. Did Gary kill the instant coffee? I don't know. I not, not for old people, I don't think. I mean, you know, you still buy... Where's of, my instant coffee? Yeah, I would folder. imagine it's still on the shelves. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Did you get that uh, stain out of the back of your jacket from the subway? Oh, 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 God, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. It was me. Wow. It was me saying, how'd he do? Yeah. But I had a, a mouthful of uh, coffee grounds. That's mm-hmm. how we got started on this bizarre conversation was right when Kathy was doing traffic, I took the final sip of coffee and... Now, now I think I'm going to have PTSD, and I'm not going to be able to take a final sip of coffee. You've been scarred for a while. Yes. Until I get past that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and maybe I'll try the Nick method of it's make, a, yeah. throwing a little liquid in the bottom. It's delightful. Yeah. Uh, and Casey, you had also asked what kind of uh, what kind of food is a coffee bean? It's a, it's the seed of a coffee plant. Oh, it is not right. a nut. It's a seed. Yeah. It is it's a not seed. a nut. Is it a bean? Uh, Are beans considered yeah. seeds? Sure. I guess so. Stone fruit. We're grow- our, our beans, we're growing beans at my house. Are you? And, uh, yeah, they are taking off like crazy. Like within, we, so. Well, you have a fence. Are you guys familiar with uh, tomato cages? Yes. Yes. So, yeah, so we, we put tomato cages around them because beans need to grow on, uh, like, you know, something tall. Right. And within a day, I kid you not, within a day, like three or four inches, they r- started wrapping around. No kidding. And growing, like, Feed you could- me, Preston. <laughs> <laughs> I've never grown beans before. It's amazing to watch. I've never really grown much of anything. I've never grown food before. This is the first well, time we've done when, it. When you buy a house, if it's a house that, you know, somebody else had before you, the, the, the joke is you've also inherited their potato and tomato. Because yeah, they'll keep coming. They, yeah, they, they're yeah. just un- indestructible. So before this year for you, bean stalks never grew? No, no. And, right. and clowns never laughed. Not once. And ponies definitely never ran. <laughs> they never, Coffee, ponies <laughs> never flew. Coffee beans are technically not beans. Uh, they are referred to as such because of their resemblance to true beans. Uh, You're not a true bean. What about jelly beans? Are those actual beans? Those are. I, I think they are. <laughs> Desserts. Mommy says they are. What a waste of a dessert. Jelly beans? Jelly bean. Yeah. What? It's Get not a dessert. It's candy. Like a, yeah. Candy At a, a fine restaurants, they usually bring you a big bowl of jelly beans. Mm. Uh, no, I hate jelly um, beans with a passion. Candy's it, in the uh, candy's, candy's not, not a dessert. It is not, not a dessert. dessert. No. What? Candy's candy. Candy's, candy's, in the, candy's its own thing. Dessert? Candy's a snack. Oh, Did you save some room for M and M's? Yeah, candy you can garnish <laughs> your dessert with, but it is yeah. not dessert. It's a different uh, food group. Yeah. Did, did you enjoy your uh, clams casino? Did you save room for some M and M's? Under the dessert umbrella falls candy. No, no, no way. No, no yeah. way. we're all vetoing this. Yep. <laughs> should I bring the uh, Should I bring the Twizzlers to the table for you to select? Uh-huh. <laughs> Does anybody, anyone agree with Nick no. on this? No, okay. it, it doesn't matter. Right now it's four to one, and uh, we're going to leave it at that. No, I want, I want, I want to see what the. Uh, I bet you somebody agrees. The, yeah, well, I'm idiot. sure somebody. An idiot. <laughs> Jesus, what's up wow. your ass? Wow. Candies are normally <laughs> idiot. Candies are normally eaten casually, often with the fingers as a snack between. Meals. We don't have to look up the definition of candy. <laughs> I want to tell him that he is wrong. Is this an intervention? Oh, if I'm feeling goodness. like a dessert, sometimes a candy will do. <laughs> it's a snack. You feel like a snack. A snack type dessert, but a man which is a meal. A candy bar can maybe be something that you could be a friend. You finish off a meal with or yes, something like that, but it's I wouldn't opinions. call it dessert. It's fine. That's fine. This yeah. is my friend Chunky. 
The term dessert can apply <laughs> to many sweets, such as biscuits, biscuits cakes, cookies, cookies. Oh wait, no, custards, gelatins, ice creams, pastries, pies, puddings, macaroons, sweet pops, tarts, and fruit salad. What are sweet soups? Uh, free uh, sweet soups like cereal. <laughs> yeah, right. No. I mean, you might be right. Hold on. Pull, like a, it pull up a list of sweet soups, please. Oh, it looks gross. Um, it's a chicken noodle and chocolate. <laughs> uh, there are chocolate-based yeah. soups. Minestrone with marshmallows. Mint chocolate dessert soup, honeydew melon sweet soup, Norwegian sweet soup. So I, New I England boiled soup. <laughs> I hate sweet soup. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what the Harlem Globetrotters come out to? No, that's sweet Georgia Brown. Oh. That's a little different. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, what have we learned? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Candy isn't a dessert. <laughs> uh, somebody's in Nick here says, in all caps, candy is definitely a dessert. <laughs> and someone says, I totally agree. It's the same guy who drinks coffee and water. Someone yeah. says, candy falls under the treat section. Both are treats, not dessert. A treat is not a dessert? No. What if you want a small dessert? Then you get a small, get a small dessert. dessert. Yeah. <laughs> a candy bar would serve that purpose. If you know, oddly, bar. Nick, if you were to melt the candy bar, it would uh, be a dessert. It might be a dessert. <laughs> so temperature. Right? If you were to melt head. a candy bar into something you could eat with a spoon, you'd probably call that a dessert. Nick might be right. Newton's, Newton's uh, second law of thermodynamics. When when applying a temperature. No, it's Nougat's second law. <laughs> yes. Nougat's. <laughs> His less, stands alone. less successful brother. Who's that, Newton? It's my. It's nougat. Uh, Isaac Nougat. <laughs> I melted a bug. <laughs> Isaac, get... what did I tell you about fire? <laughs> Isaac, get back inside. <laughs> what did you do? I melted a bug. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Newton created physics, or created right. uh, calculus. Yes, and <laughs> nougat melted a bug. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. All right. Yep. Yeah, I think we should take a break. Okay. I think I've had enough. It's time We've to answered some, a lot of questions. Time to go get some dessert. Cleared some things up. We were going to talk about something completely different. Completely but different. We headed down that path. It's all good. Uh, so let us take a break because I have bizarre file stories that are coming up in just a moment. So hang us, please. We'll return in just a second. Looking for fun things to do this weekend? Pierre Robert's weekend calendar has you covered. Shows in town, movies to see, exhibits and specials around the Delaware Valley. Just use keyword weekend calendar at WMMR.com to get the list. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. 
But no nation. You feeling the heat? Mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution? Call my friends at Window Nation for new energy efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double hung, sliders. 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Files. Friday this morning by Pro Team Collision, your certified collision repair center. And if you get into an accident, Pro Team Collision is there for all of your auto body repair needs. A doctor has been convicted of a sexual offense after adding his semen into a woman's drink. Stop it. So, you have like a story every other week about this stuff. This is in England. Dr. Nicholas Chapman put the bodily fluid into a coffee he made for the woman. This is England? At, yes, at Gloucester. Was oh, that what Spotted Dick is? At Gloucester Crown Court. Uh, he was convicted of attempting to engage in sexual activity without cons- consent. Um, and apparently Chapman claimed that the fluid could have been present due to a medical condition. Uh, of course. That causes him to splooge when he goes to the bathroom. Of course. All right, now so, it makes sense. Yeah. So instead of getting a slow gin fizz, she got a... a slow... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was... <laughs> He was acquitted of a second count of the same offense on Thursday. Chapman was uh, granted bail ahead of his sentencing hearing. Uh, during the trial, the court heard that Chapman was accused of adding a semen to drinks that he made for the victim on several occasions in 2021. After becoming suspicious, the woman kept a sample of one of the drinks. When tested, the coffee was found to contain semen with DNA matching Chapman. He denied the charges, claiming that he would routinely shoot when he was going to the toilet oh due to a medical condition. So ricochet. I guess yeah, so. Yeah, must be. Yeah, no, but he, he probably claimed, has a picture of this stuff in his refrigerator at home. He claimed that the fluid w- may have ended up in the drink as a result of him not washing his hands uh, after going to the bathroom. Yeah. And uh, so this guy's, uh, you know, he's like a fountain. Anytime he goes Absolutely. to the bathroom, it just happens to he's him. He's got to go to Vegas. They have lots of fountain shows. He's been convicted, by the way. So <laughs> I don't know what he's going to be sentenced to, but we'll find out. A man was charged in connection to a dog food robbery. Now, I've never heard of this before. 42-year-old Gerald Hopkins was charged with first-degree robbery. The manager of the grocery store told police he saw a man stealing a bag of dog food and asked him to return the item and leave the store. And that's when the man told the manager he had a gun and pointed what the manager believed to be a firearm at him before running from the store with the dog food. So this is an armed, armed robbery for dog robbery. food. Yes, he fled the scene on a bicycle. Uh-huh. Was Officer, it dog driving? Officers later searched the area and found the suspect matching uh, the man's description in his backpack. They found a bag of dog food and a staple gun wrapped in black electrical tape that appeared to be a, a firearm, to appear as a firearm. Uh, the store manager later identified the man as the person who had robbed him and fled the store, and his bond was set at $100,000. Here's a follow-up story for you. A woman <clears throat> who had been declared dead and surprised her relatives by knocking on her coffin. Remember this? Yes. Uh, it was during her wake. And well, I remember what you said at that time. Yeah, she, she died after seven days in intensive care. I'd said most of these people die shortly after. To be honest, seven days is a good run. Right. Most, right? most yeah. people die yeah. fairly soon after. Like the day after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gilberto Montoya, the woman's son, said doctors at the hospital 
uh, said she died on Friday evening local time. Ecuador's health ministry confirmed in a statement that 76-year-old Bella Montoya died from uh, an ischemic stroke after spending a week in intensive care. Can you imagine the nightmare of waking up in a coffin? Uh, it said Ms. Montoya had remained under permanent surveillance but didn't provide further information on the medical investigations around the case. Mr. Montoya said he had not received any report from authorities explaining why she was declared dead a week earlier. He added that a sister of the deceased woman had formally complained about the incident, seeking to identify the doctor who incorrectly declared her dead. Uh, she reportedly woke up and started knocking on June 9th after spending five hours inside her coffin. Who in is it? Home. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Barbera Montoya said this week that his mother was unconscious when she was brought to the emergency room. A few hours later, a doctor had informed him that she was dead and handed over identity documents and death certificate. Family members then brought her to a funeral home and were holding a wake when they started to hear strange sounds. When Barbera was asked if she was dead, he said, boy, I guess. I guess. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is she dead? Boy, I guess. <laughs> Who is it? Uh, it's your dead grandmother. <laughs> gum gum. Yes. Uh, this is a tragic story. Mojave County authorities say a man fell to his death last week at the Grand Canyon Skywalk Tourist Attraction. Oh, no. Is this the first time this has happened there? I don't I, think so. Okay. I want to say people have maybe jumped Because to me I it seems like a, like a suicide location. Yeah. Was he trying to do a stupid picture? So it says here, according to the Mojave County Sheriff's Office, the man, quote, went over the edge. Mm-hmm. No other details oh, were given. Geez. It I was just... unclear if the man fell from the edge of the canyon or from the skywalk structure itself. I did read that the family posted stuff on Facebook. They believe might believe it's a suicide, okay. Okay. but nothing mm-hmm. is concrete. Uh, the attraction features a horseshoe-shaped clear walkway that juts out over the canyon rim uh, and gives visitors a glimpse of the bottom of the Grand Canyon thousands of feet below. It looks very cool. It looks wild, yeah. A film crew nearly shot its own real-life Jaws movie when tiger sharks swarmed inflatable boats and attacked photographers off the coast of one of the Hawaiian islands. If that. The crew was in shallow water near Lazan, which is a northwestern Hawaiian island. Capture footage of Netflix's docuseries Planet 2 when the 15-foot sharks changed their plans. The producer, Hugh Cordy, uh, said the original idea was to do an underwater shoot with the tiger sharks Waiting in the shallows at Lausanne, and but by the but the first day the tiger sharks were around, the crew got into these inflatable boats and two sharks attacked them. He said it was like something out of Jaws. The crew was panicked and basically made an emergency landing on the sand. Man, the director Toby Nolan said this V of water came streaming towards us, oh. and this tiger shark leapt at the boat and bit huge holes in it. Toby, he said the whole boat exploded. Uh, we were trying to get it away, and it wasn't having any of it, and it was horrific. That was the second shark that day to attack us. Uh, there wasn't, he said, there wasn't enough natural food, and they were just trying to anything that they came across in the water. <clears throat> Rule of thumb: Should should uh, shark observing be done in anything inflatable? I, I don't good, think yeah, so. Right? Yeah, yeah. Tiger sharks are known uh, for being aggressive garbage predators that eat essentially anything. Oceana.org specifically mentions information about tiger sharks around Hawaii, which are known to regularly eat green turtles and Hawaiian monk seals, but scientists have observed observed tiger sharks munching on flippers or fins in confusion. Uh, so, yeah, they uh, uh, they were 
they, they thought it was food or something yeah. like that. But they imagine. don't know. They're stupid sharks. Imagine being in an inflatable boat and then all of a sudden it gets popped by a 15-foot shark. That would be Forget terrible. it. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, we have a guest who is here in the studio. There is an event that is coming up in July, and uh, this is a great organization, Breaking Bread Community Shelter. Uh, we would like to welcome uh, Stephanie Cena to the show. Hello there, Hi, I love following bizarre files. <laughs> I have to say about the first story, mm-hmm. I don't think I'll ever look at coffee and cream the same <laughs> Probably way Probably not. No. 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 <laughs> or your coworkers, <laughs> no, exactly. in case they hand you coffee yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you are hosting an event. It's a it's a renovation fundraiser. That's exactly right. Okay, yes. tell us about it. Okay, and so, and tell us about the organization first. It's yeah. great. Go to that. Uh, amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, um, the the nonprofit is called Student Run Emergency Housing Unit of Philadelphia. We go by Srihup. It's a mouthful. So we have a homeless shelter in Upper Darby, and the homeless shelter we call Breaking Bread Community. And we won an amazing grant to buy a building in Upper Darby and and to renovate it to bring it up to code and make it appropriate for us to house people and their pets. This is this is an essential part of this. This is yes. what caught us. And you came in before when you were you know starting in the, on the, the sort of the ground floor of this, and you see it. And just to explain, if I may elaborate here a little bit, you, we all see it. We see somebody who's homeless out on the street and they have a, a pet with them. And a lot of times, they would literally rather die than go to a shelter that would separate them from their pets. And that's where you guys come yeah. in, correct? Yeah. So, so um, people estimate that the, uh, there's about 25% of the population of people who are unhoused have animals with them. Yeah. And these animals are their best friends. They're sometimes only companion. And most homeless shelters don't allow people to come in with their pets. So to come into a shelter, it would mean giving your pet up to maybe a pet shelter where there's a high rate of euthanasia. Yeah. Um, and so people will, will instead choose to die out on the street rather than be separated from their best friend with the with the prospect of their best friend maybe dying in a shelter. So you think of someone who just has a pet who is in a good situation, has their own home. The, the, yes. the, the notion of being separated is yeah. horrific. When, as you said, this is your only friend, your only connection to anything alive that that cares about you back. It's, it, it's just absolutely uh, incomprehensible. So how are things going and, and what do you want uh, people to do? Amazing. Thank you. So we operated shelter for about a decade. We saw people who we couldn't take in because of pets and we said, we need to change this. So we opened the shelter in this past December. Um, but we didn't finish renovation. We knew that we needed to make it through cold blue weather and the freezing cold and bring people and their pets inside right away. But unfortunately, right now, because we haven't completed renovation, we're only operating on the first floor. So we're at limited capacity and we're raising funds to complete renovation so we can build out a vet office to care for the pets that come into our shelter. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So uh, the uh, the event itself, when people go up, it's July 16th from 2 to 4, Breaking Bread Community uh, Shelter at 107 Long Lane in Upper Darby. Uh, what will happen on that day? What are they going to be doing? So um, people can come in and meet the residents and see the building and see our plans for renovation. Um, we'll have light refreshments and snacks and, and just um, it's going to be a good community building opportunity. We, uh, our shelter and our residents go out onto the streets uh, once a month to clean the neighborhood. This is going to be one of those days where our residents come in and we do a big cleanup of the community. You know, we want to make sure we're we're good residents and we're, we're, we're giving back to the community it's that great. welcomed us. It's awesome. So on that day, people can come and meet our residents and see the space and I think they'll fall in love. I really do. And we have a fundraising page 
page also uh, so so that when we raise enough funds, we'll be able to add that pet care facility and house even more people with their pets. So the GoFundMe page, is, is uh, I think it might be up now, is uh, PrestonandSteve.com. Yes. And you can donate. And again, think about it. You see it all the time. It breaks your heart. Uh, you know, I, I remember Preston when we were in uh, England. You know, we took the trip over. There was a gentleman outside of the hotel who had a dog with him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know. And uh, but but I mean so it, to let we understand it. I'm, I'm going to die. I, I'd rather die than lose my friends. So you you guys are trying to change that. It's a, it's a very noble thing. Yeah, we we, we want to be saving humans and their pet companions together. We don't think that we have to separate those families apart and have them be apart if they need to come inside and get back on their feet. Awesome. So the event on uh, July 16th. That's kind of an open house. People can yes. mind check it out. But there's also a cleanup that's going on that's that day. Right. That's right. Um, and and, then, and you're looking for people to help uh, make some donations. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And um and we'll make this place a home uh, for both our two legged our four-legged friends and neighbors. And you'll keep us up to speed as things progress. Absolutely. I promise right. I will. Awesome. Nice. All right. So that's uh, all available at uh, PrestonandSteve.com if you would like to help out. And also uh, keep in mind you can do a search on Breaking Bread Shelter, too. So thank you, Stephanie. Good luck thank with everything. Thank you so much. All right. Stephanie Cena, guys. We'll take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. Stay with us. Steve Show podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Real quick, I'd like to uh, read an email I got, if you guys don't mind. This is from uh, John Flisk, and he signs it, your number one fan from Chicago. And he said, uh, Gadzooks, Preston and gang, hope you guys are well. It's been a while, and I wanted to give you an update on your horse, Bajmir. Bajmir, we love Bajmir. So, and he sent a picture. He said, uh, she's doing great. She just turned three years old last month and still living in Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, by the way, so it was, um, you know, the uh, the uh, the album was titled Bajmir. So it was three years ago that we were talking about that. And uh, John had a, a brand new, you know, colt that was, or not colt, uh, uh, foal that was born. And uh, he wanted to name it Bajmir after that conversation. Mm-hmm. That we yeah. Reem Yab. And so he said uh, she's uh, sh- she has uh, just started training and learning to jump. She's turning into a very lovely mare. And I've attached a photo of her jumping and a video of her in a competition for young horses called a shoot class. Hope you enjoy this. And he said, P.S. Preston, if you are uh, in Lexington and would like to see her in person, let me know and I'll set it up. That'd be, now you have family in Lexington. Wow, yeah. And, and you you have commented on how wonderful it is to see the, the horses. Oh, and, I mean, you're, you're the world's most expensive horses there, right? It's uh, They're everywhere. The yeah. horse farms are. I, I took a video flying in last time. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. have to show it to you guys. Because yeah. when you're above them, you're just it's just horse farms as far as you yeah. can see. And, uh, yeah, my, my uh, dad's house backed right up to Calumet Farms. Uh, I mean, literally, the fence is runs into their backyard, and so the, the thoroughbreds would come over. And, that is yeah, awesome. Really awesome. But here's, horses. A, here's a picture of Bosmer. Oh, she, wow, beautiful. Isn't she gorgeous? Yeah. Wow. What a beautiful horse. Oh, wow. So uh, I thought that was pretty cool. So Frame thank you. Frame job. <laughs> <laughs> One more time, Case. Frame job. <laughs> That's Bajmir. We have to do that again. Yeah. We haven't done Bass Ackwards in a while. And we started doing the singing version of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a blast. (laughs) Rimjow. No sand, bro. It's Friday. There you go. (laughs) All right, so thank you, uh, John, for the update on uh, Bajmir, Bajmir, which is Rimjow backwards. (laughs) Um, I 
noticed a couple of things uh, from the weekend. The back. Yeah. And there's the Stranger Things music. Yes, we know it's from Stranger Things. What has the noticer noticed? The, no- the noticer spent Father's Day noticing? Would he give up his Sunday to notice for us? I noticed a couple things on Father's Day. Uh, I noticed that I wasn't at the shore. I, we stayed here. Because you couldn't see the ocean, right? We, we didn't go to the shore, and maybe I'm happy about that because as the summer season gets underway, a new report finds that many coastal U.S. waterways, including popular beaches for swimming, are contaminated with unsafe levels of fecal bacteria. Uh. The old fecal bacteria. <laughs> After sampling water sites around the country, the Surfrider Foundation, an ocean protection advocacy organization, found unsafe levels of fecal con- cam- contamination. Back off, fecal child. Seriously. At 19. 19- Back off, war child. Seriously. At 19%. Of the 9,095 water samples, uh, of the 496 sites sampled, 301, which is 61%, had at least one sample from the last year that tested, excuse me, tested above the recreational water health standard for feces. Dude, the the turds are so pitted. Um, J.P. Brooker, the Ocean Conservancy's director of Florida Conservation, said, I wasn't surprised by the numbers. Uh, That's, that is, um... Best put out of your mind if you visit the shore, right? Well, I mean, they, they, they have... Do they alert. post signs? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they have alerts and stuff, and this has happened in the past. So they're, they are testing the waters all the time, much like a swim club tests for, yeah. uh, you know, alkalinity levels or, oh, really? and, uh, and chlorine levels. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. And poop levels. Yeah. Hey, uh, Brooker said, the fact is coastal water in Florida and other areas of the country is badly hampered. Uh, during storms, uh, beaches are often inundated with runoff from streets and sewers. Yes, yeah. Bringing bacteria into the ocean or inland waterways, such as rivers and lakes. So that's a lot of times is how it's happening. Remember the year they arrested, I think it was like a dental supply yes. place or something. Oh, that's and they, right. were, they were putting all like syringes and yeah. bloody swabs and stuff yeah. like that. They're just dumping it into the People ocean. don't like to swim in that stuff. No. Uh, pavement doesn't absorb water the way forests, wetlands, and other natural areas do. Many older cities have a combined sewer system collecting rainwater runoff, sewage, and industrial wastewater into one pipe. Uh, in heavy rains, which are increasingly common due to climate change, sewage treatment plants can become overloaded, leading them to discharge untreated sewage directly into the water. Mm. Uh, the Surfrider Foundation study pertained to coastal beaches, but uh, combined sewer overflows are also common in the Great Lakes as well. Uh, So in rural and suburban areas, water contamination is traced back to private septic systems which drain liquid waste through a field. Uh, So they're just saying. Just saying. Just saying. saying. Fecal. Just saying saying fecal. Just Uh, saying. That um, you might be swimming in an ocean of poop. past 20 minutes, I watched you put your filthy fingers in that fecal matter. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so, just wanted to give you a heads up on that. All right. Uh, I noticed this other story. Notice or notice more. We're going to stay at the beach. I'm almost the, the beach bum or whatever that. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm conflicted here. I don't know what's going on. Oh, there he is. <laughs> doing the Watusi. <laughs> it does make you want to move a little bit. It does, bit, absolutely. You know? All right. Uh, Great white sharks top many lists as the most dangerous sharks to humans. That's because they hold the record for the highest number of unprovoked shark attacks on humans. Ah! However, a new study published in the journal uh, PLOS1 Plus Plus. One. Plus Plus one. one. Plus one. How's your pudding? Will you be my plus one? 
I'd uh, like to take you out on a date. So it was a new study published uh, in the journal PLOS yeah, One. Yes, she's my PLOS Ron. Earlier this month from researchers at California State University, Long Beach Shark Lab. Yes. Reveals a different side of juvenile great whites. Shark Lab. According to the Business Insider, Researchers surveyed the activity of sharks using drones for a span of just over two years in the waters of 26 beaches in Southern California. And they conducted a total of 1,644 aerial drone surveys and found that, here's the crux of this. Yes. Juvenile great white sharks come came close to human swimmers, paddleboarders, and surfers 97% of the time during their study, but the sharks never attacked once. So essentially they're saying these things are coming in close. Yeah. A lot, and they usually don't do anything. So the amount, and we're looking at footage right now, the drone stuff has been an eye-opener specifically for this, Preston. So from that vantage point, you'll see people blissfully unaware that they're in proximity to one of the major predators of the ocean. Now, um, in California, they have a lot of issue with tiger sharks, the the great whites as well, where there's a seal population. But um, it's still the bull shark, I think, that is globally responsible for the most attacks on humans. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the white shirts have the highest number of unprovoked shark attacks on humans. So the bull sharks have a reason. I guess so. But... Um, what if they call my mother a whore? It's interesting. <laughs> is she? Is she? <laughs> Back off, war child. Back off, war shark. Well, those are two war shark. <laughs> I know. <they're> two... <laughs> but I mean, really... Back off, war child. Seriously. Okay, who would win? Bodie or... Uh, shark. Or Dalton. Oh, Bodie. Uh, Dalton. Bodie or Dalton. Oh, Dalton. 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 Yeah. 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 No doubt. Be nice. Okay. So it's time, time to not go surfing. By the way, when you when you are above the water, uh, say, like parasailing or something like that, you can see all kinds of stuff down there in the water. It's pretty cool. I've always wanted to do that. Uh, so do, when you've done it, right? Yeah. So and, and, and what did you see? Rays. Yeah? Yeah. Ray Charles? No, yeah. not Ray Charles. Ray Charles. Ray Liotta. Liotta. Yeah. Ray, Ray Charles Ray. and Ray Liotta. Yeah. Look at those rays. Look at Ray Finkel. <laughs> Ray Don John. Oh my God. It's a whole R-A. school of rays. Um Yeah, um, I it's it's a, it's very cool. But it's wild that you can, you know, you can see them to with that clarity. If right. just if you're above them, then that's why these drone footage uh you know, or using these drones as as uh information gatherers can really show a different side of things. It's easier than ever. Kathy, what's your uh, what's your app again? I wanna download Osha Reach. Ocean, Ocean Reach. Ocean Reach. Yeah, you can uh, you can track the sharks that they've tagged. Do you have to subscribe? No, no. Uh, it's just an app. You download it. Okay. And you can track them. Um, I'm on a to z animals dot com. I don't know how accurate this is. It's not clear, but um, they said the great white shark. Uh, it has a track record of 333 human attacks, uh, with 52 resulting in death being the most. So <laughs> they're saying great white. Uh, but the, but the article is the seven most aggressive sharks in the world. Case, I'll send it to you. Oh, great! <laughs> Just that you know, yeah, I think the, the bull, bull shark, shark is, yeah, great white tiger probably right. So according, yep, great white is number one, tiger is number two, bull shark is number three. Huh. So according to Christopher Lowe, one of the study authors, he said, frankly, we were shocked. Sharks would interact with people every single day, multiple times a day, and they would just swim on by. Hi. Hey. I'm <laughs> just a kid. Yeah. I, no one's taught me how to eat humans yet, so have a good swim. All right. Uh, let's see. I noticed something totally different. Um, <clears throat> the Toyota Land Cruiser is coming back to the United States. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. gift. Uh, yeah, they they stopped selling them here. Are they getting um, rid of anything? Uh, the I engine. Don't know. 
No, I meant like, you know, it was like the FJ Cruiser going bye-bye and the uh, Land Cruiser's coming in. Replacing or... it in the inventory? Uh-huh. That's a good question. I don't know. Back off, Warchild. Uh, seriously. Yeah. The uh, Rocky <laughs> Toyota-thon's on, Warchild. Back, back off, Warchild. Savings have never been better, Warchild. <laughs> Imagine if you decided one day, just, guys, I want you to call me Warchild. Yeah. From here on out. we would. That's too. my name. Warchild. Yeah. It's the Warchild and Steve show. Seriously. Seriously, back off, Warchild. Seriously, Warchild. The morning. You really got to go, Stephen Warchild, though. No, I don't know, man. No. I think Steve was. I mean, it's a little, it's a little yeah. wordy. Warchild yeah. and Steve. Warchild and Steve. Yeah. <laughs> what were some of the other names of that? Bonker. Bonker. Yeah. Is it bonker or bunker. I. That's a good question. I had always heard bonker, but it was probably bunker. <laughs> and then the other guys, they they uh, uh, um, Bodie kind of just brushes them off. Yeah. Uh, Myron like, he's like, he asks who the other guys were, and he's like, I don't know, some other idiots, some other something like that. Roach, Gromit, Babbitt. No, those those are, are Fraggles. No, Roach was from <laughs> Boober. Ro- <laughs> <laughs> Roach was one of the guys with Bodie. He was okay. he was one of the one of the ex presidents. Oh, I see. Um, well, they're all dumbass character names. They are. Yeah, but Bunker Casey, there you go. It is Bunker. Chris all Peterson right. played Bunker. And Alvarez was one. I don't. What was Anthony Kiedis' name? Tone. What was it? Tone, like Tone Oak. Oh, see, I didn't know he had a name. Okay, but Warchild was played by Vincent Klin. See if he did anything else. Back off, Warchild. Seriously. 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 Warchild and Steve in the morning. No, he stopped. Back off, Warchild. Seriously, it stopped working in two thousand four. What was was Warchild an actor? Was he a, a surfer? Prior. He was a surfer. Oh, I don't know. In other words, but in some, real life? Yeah. Of course, no. virtually there are a ton of people who surf out. In, he was in a question. movie called Blast in which he played Intense Man. <laughs> Back off Intense Man. <laughs> he was in a movie called War Child and Intense Man in the morning. <laughs> War Child. It is the most kinetic show you've ever heard. War Child and Intense Man. He did an episode of Nash Bridges, Steve. <laughs> played Larry Sayow. There you go. Nash Bridges. What an honor. He got to work with Cheech Marin. Uh-huh. Wow. That would be a waste of our time. <laughs> that is such a poorly delivered line <laughs> yes. by Anthony Kiedis. He's he, he overacts it too uh-huh. much. Don't you think so? Yeah. yeah. That would be a waste of our time. Do mm-hmm. you hear the lisp? <laughs> a little bit. And of course, he shoots himself in the foot. Too. Yeah. It's a great scene. Yeah. So he's a pro surfer, uh, Vincent oh, Klin. I had a feeling. Yeah, and he was on the pro circuit at the, the age of 13, and then he got recruited to do some acting gigs as well. War Child? War Child. Seriously? Seriously. seriously. <laughs> oh, my God. It's on Baywatch. <laughs> War Child, seriously. A few episodes of Baywatch as, guess what, a surfer. A surfer. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. What about North Shore? Uh, he played an astronaut on that one. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Didn't make it. He wasn't oh, in North Shore. Back off Space Child. Uh, <laughs> hey, I have a question about the Land Cruiser. The Land Cruiser. Oh, the Cruiser. original yeah, Toyota this Land Cruiser. It's coming back to American market after a brief hiatus. Is it a, is that a uh, luxury vehicle? Yes. I think so. Yeah, right. I think it's a luxury SUV. I always thought they were no. kind of cool looking. So what? I, I, so, like, like officially considered a luxury vehicle? Yeah, that's what I, I'm asking. I don't think it is. Oh, okay. It's, there's cars that you would think are luxury, and they're not. And I forget what... I, I, I got into an argument with my best friend about this, <laughs> because she told me I was driving a luxury vehicle. I said... I'm not driving a luxury vehicle, 
and I only knew this because I had a conversation with the when I bought the car at the dealership about what's luxury and what's not. Anyway, okay. this was years ago. I looked it up, and there's like specific parameters parameters to make it a luxury vehicle. So I shouldn't automatically say that a Toyota Land Cruiser is not. However, Toyota typically is not considered You're right. a luxury vehicle. Yeah, luxuries are you know. Toyota makes Porsche. Well, that's sports, man. Yeah. Lexus, Lexus. So yeah. anything yes. Lexus would be the luxury version of a Toyota. And there Infi- you go. Infinity is luxury brand for Nissan. Nissan. Yes. No, but, right. But I drive an Infinity, and it is not considered a luxury vehicle. It's uh, not. I disagree. Maybe no. to some people, it's a higher end vehicle. Was that um, safe to say? It is their higher end. It's Nissan's yes. higher end line. So, for example, Audi is that? owned by Volkswagen. Right. So Audi so uh, is the higher, higher end, end line of the Volkswagen. Of Volkswagen. And uh, Honda is Acura. Yes. Uh, correct. Yeah. Yes. So, all right. Well, anyhow, the the Land Cruiser is coming back, and uh, the brand confirmed the story. And a melted chunky is a dessert, whereas an <laughs> unmelted is a candy. Nameplates return in a short video posted on its social media channels, but the next Land Cruiser sold here might be smaller than the last. Enthusiasts will immediately recognize the twenty series, the forty series, and the sixty series models, among other variants of the Land Cruiser. Uh, an unverified report claims that the next Land Cruiser will we will see in showrooms won't be the new 300 series model unveiled in 2021 and sold in several global markets. So it's going to be a completely different style or completely different model. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I think it is interesting. Is there one particular car that you, you know, model that you are just have always loved that you would love to, if you, you know, um, outside like a vet, something like that? Yeah, I mean, like I always... Uh, yeah, there's there's lots of really cool cars. I think um, Range it depends Rovers, on what you want. What's that? Range Rovers are just so slick looking. You think, uh, you think so? Yeah. More so Range Rovers than Land Rovers. Yeah, but like that is way, way, way out of my price range. Yeah, they're expensive. Yeah, yeah a Range Rover. <laughs> Land, a Land Rover is uh, like the more affordable version of a Range Rover, right? Like, uh, or is it the more off roady one? I thought Land Rover was just like a smaller Range Rover. They're both made by the same company. It's it's um is it. No, because uh, rain. No, because you have a. Oh God, there's another rover. Um, Red Rover. No, Red Rover. Red Rover. Come on over. Send Casey over. Range Rover. Send Warchild over. <laughs> back off. Back off. Warchild. Back, off, back off. Range Rover. Back off. Warchild. Seriously. Hey, Range Rover. Is that the dealership that has the uh, the obstacle course in the parking lot? Yeah. Maybe. Oh, like where you can drive the car. Yeah, up yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Land Rover and Range Rover are both uh, made by the same company, and that company is owned by Jaguar. Ah, Jaguar. Jaguar. But the Range Rover is nicer than the Land Rover, right? That's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. The Land Rover's so. just the smaller of the two and therefore less expensive. Um, yeah. Okay. I was I was in, oh, I guess I know what it is. I was in someone's uh, Range Rover, and I could not believe the mess that was in the car. I was like, you drive this, and this is yeah. how you keep it? They had kids, and so there was, like, snacks on the back seat. There was a suit jacket. There was... Like, I, I couldn't. I when I got to a point in life where I could afford a nice car, I started taking care of the inside of it. Like, oh my God. regularly. My earlier cars were rolling a hoarder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me too. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, Nick, this uh, pulled up a text says, from Infinity's website, Infinity is the luxury division of Nissan brand. So mm. there. I know someone Kathy's that drives a luxury vehicle. It says no, Kathy's I'm, bougie. I'm, I'm telling you, my my car, I had the, when the, when I, he sold it to me. I, I, maybe it's my model, but it was, it is not considered a luxury vehicle. Maybe he okay. sold it to you saying that because he knew he would lose the sale if you were, if you felt you were driving a luxury vehicle. <laughs> 
because you're you're yeah, kind well, of a, a woman of the people. Somebody driving a Maserati is not going to think that your infinity is luxury. Right. So it's right, kind but, of like they got to take a like, piss on it. But like I said, it was specific. There's like spe- specific parameters that make it. I wonder luxury. what they are. Yeah. I want to know what those parameters are. I don't yeah. know. Oh, I, that I, I don't remember. Well, we're getting to <laughs> it, dude. How would they kiss you? <laughs> We're moving out of the automotive section. All right, I noticed some other things here. Uh, this was, this was too. I couldn't put this in the bizarre file, but it's a it's a personal story that a woman shared, and it's sad but it's sweet. Okay, and I and knew it complete, complete when you wore a younger man's clothes. That's true. A woman. Uh, so this young lady, uh, a five year old, Willa Fitzgerald, wanted all she wanted for her fifth birthday was a party. Uh, the invitations went out. Few responses trickled in. Her mom, Lex Fitzgerald, quickly realized that many of her daughter's classmates and friends couldn't attend. It's summer. It's busy. People yeah. have family vacations and things like that. Uh, but there were enough people that said that they would be there to move ahead with the event. Uh, so Saturday morning, mom and daughter showed up at Hat Creek Burger Company uh, in Keller, Texas, with all the party supplies. And Lex began to decorate. She said, I lost track of time. I went to check my phone. It was 1120. The party had started at 11. And Willa was sitting there all alone, waiting for her friends to arrive. Nobody had showed up. Lex began to question whether she put the wrong time of day on the invitations. But then reality set in. She said, as a mom, so, you know, people just didn't come to her birthday party. Yep, it she said, as a mom, the last thing I want is for my daughter, for the first time ever at five years old, to experience that type of social rejection. Honestly, that's what it is. So she called what she said it was a bat signal move. You need to be more slutty. She posted oh a God. picture of Willa alone at the decorated party table at the uh, to the Texas uh, Neighborly Group on Facebook. And she wrote, if anyone has young kids and is looking for something to do right now, no one showed up at my daughter's birthday party. It was her first and likely last party, and we'd love to celebrate with you. This is heartbreaking. Wait, so she's ill? No. No. Okay, because at first and likely last party. Because uh, this is what a bad experience. Okay. Yeah. So she said within minutes, Lex said Hat Creek had no empty tables, and all walks of life showed up for my baby girl uh, within, uh, she said, hours after the party, said it was incredible. Teenagers, grandparents, empty nesters, uh, like a, a tattoo artist and a client showed up, uh, and they they came in and and supported her. Even the uh, the assistant principal of Willis Brothers School, many of them brought gifts as well. Surfers wearing president's masks. <laughs> <laughs> so back off, War Child. Seriously, <laughs> War Child yeah. blew out the candles. Uh-huh. My name's War Child. I'm here for the party. Yeah. So. Uh, Holding a Barbie she received as a present, Willa said that uh, her day was good and her favorite gift she opened was all of them. She's very cute. Lex said that uh, she and Willa made a lot of new friends and got invited to several other kids' birthdays. Parties. That'll be $21,000, please? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they give her a bill at the end of the whole. <laughs> um, but I thought that was a sweet ending. Yeah. But it's sad that it that it came to that, you know, but... Uh, but- it is summertime. People who have uh, kids who have yeah. birthdays in the summertime, it's kind of, uh, it's tough to make it happen. That's why that at some schools they will acknowledge their birthdays before the school year is up, yeah. which I think is a really Apparently, awesome thing to do now. Because I had a summer birthday and... Sometimes it can suck. I, I didn't mind it, but uh, they, like, you know, cupcakes. When I tell people, that, oh, I have the best birthday, they're like, well, you never got to bring cupcakes to school. I guess that was a big thing for you guys, bringing cupcakes. Wait, but you didn't. We always did it at the end of the year. Like, I always brought the cupcakes at the end of the year before school was over. I liked the summer birthday because we could always have pool parties. Yeah. Mm. I liked it because we didn't have a pool, though, so we would have a sprinkler party. Dude. What? 
I like I love playing in the sprinklers as a kid. Like <laughs> it was when you don't have a pool. It was, yeah. it was great. It was awesome. Well, I feel right. like we missed out because a lot of our friends would be away for summer vacation or camp or stuff like that. So uh-huh. you know, um, I, I specifically remember having parties in July and a bunch of my friends couldn't come because they were just either away on vacation or, or at a camp somewhere. I just had a um, uh, like a different group of friends in the summer. I went to the pool. Mm. And all of my pool friends didn't go to the school that I went to, and they weren't neighborhood people either. So, like, they were all from... They're the, not mansion people. No, no, not mansion people. They, but they were public school kids or, or you know, uh, one of my friends, she was from uh, Our Lady of Fatima, uh, St. Gabriel. So, you know, it's so I, I literally, from the, t- you know, from the time school let out to school went back in, I had a separate group of friends all in the right. summer. Nick, you know how I got around that of the kids not coming, um, at least for, for Jace, because he's also a summer birthday. I have the party during the week. And everyone comes. It's a good idea. Oh. I don't get it. Just because, because weekends, everybody's going to the shore. I mean, yeah, you're going to fi- find oh, oh. you know a few kids who might be away on vacation, but like everyone has something to do on the weekends in yeah, the summer. Yeah. I have it during the week. The parents are like, "Sure, no problem. We'll <laughs> drop them off." No, okay. No, that's a good idea. You doing it at the pool? Uh, we did it at the pool a couple yeah. of times. Yeah. I remember having I was a little kid. I, I my birthday, I had to wear like a little suit, you know, for my little thing, and had the friends come over, and it was it was it was like. Wow. <laughs> and I remember as a kid thinking, even then I thought, wow, this is formal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I never had a birthday party. Um, really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. My, my birthday was on the 4th of July. My neighbors always had a uh, 4th of July your, party. Your so family, go over you there. guys, you and your family birthdays. go birthday crazy. Yeah. You uh, have had birthday parties. They they didn't just sweep it under the rug because it's on the 4th of July. Uh, did, did they not include a cake or say, we know it's no, your birthday? No. I, I remember, so here is a bottle rocket. I remember seeing a picture of maybe I might have been like four years old or something like that. I don't remember it, but like, you know, the neighbors came over and, and stuff. But I don't know. May I suggest something? Yes. All right. This 4th of July, yeah. we're gonna t- I'm going to take a picture of you sitting at a long table by yourself. Oh. <laughs> I will actually not be around here anywhere. Oh, oh that's right. You'll be in the Grand Canyon. I'll be in the Grand Canyon. I will not be like with anybody. I can't believe you never had a party. We were like huge party people. Like every yeah. single year, it's a big deal. And we, you know, you picked your different party. I, like I said, always did the pool parties, but like. Pass that on, Jason. Like, do, do you know so my party was for my birthday party. just passed, Kathy? My Acme birthday cake. That was, that was, Ooh, that's, that was, that was what I got. Good. My last birthday party as a kid was my was sixth grade. I remember that. It was small, and that was yeah. just like five people. At that point, you, you're, you're friend, your circle of friends kind of, you know, yeah. you get close friends. And yeah. by the way, I'm not like sad. I'm not like, well, I never had a party. I, I really, like, I've loved having my birthday on the 4th of July. I always open my presents on the 3rd. Because the fourth was always so busy, so I got right. my presents a day early, Ooh. and then uh, and then the then you day, got Easter eggs, yeah, and then I got Easter eggs. But the day itself was always fun, and I never, you know, it was I never missed. No, it's a, you've a party. never you've never seen bitter or sour about nah. losing your entire birthday. No, like one time, uh, whatever year Pee Wee's Big Adventure came out, I think that was eighty five. Uh, I got to take a couple of friends to the movies a few days after my birthday. A movie, a movie thing is fun. Yeah, when you're a kid. Yep. And now you can like rent out whole movie theaters. In fact, yeah, we did. We oh, and it's it's one of your kids inexpensive. Yeah. That was Pe- great. People think it's crazy expensive. It's nope. not. It's, yeah. it, it is very affordable. We had a birthday party when I was a kid. My my, I, we went to see Deliverance, and it was shut up. <laughs> no, no, yeah, we used to do roller skating parties for my birthday. Oh, stuff like yeah. that. Is, is a theater cost like about two hundred bucks or less? Or you got to get on like a Sunday morning when it's not normally. Well, open don't do a Friday public. night, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I, I was stunned at how inexpensive it is. Yeah. Casey, who was two, Toy Story three? 
That was Seamus. That was Seamus, yeah. yeah. And that was like a Sunday morning, right? I, I believe that was Ben's first movie in the theater. No kidding. He was going to see for for Seamus' birthday. It was Toy Story 3, yeah. That's awesome. Now he's 16. Oh, good Lord. Driving. Driving like a Maserati. You okay with that? <laughs> you know, he's just going out on his own uh, without a care in the world. <laughs> just like, all right, so see you later, buddy. Uh-huh. And then and it's to and from school. And, and yesterday. Or You're no, right, old man. Saturday, Steve, it was just like, uh, hey, I'm going to go over to a friend's house. And I was like. Well, you don't you don't need a ride over to your friend's house. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna just do it on your own. He's like, yeah, I'll be back in a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not that's not cool. <laughs> When's he working? You no longer need me. Doesn't uh, he go to Taco soon? Yeah, work starts in two or three weeks. <laughs> oh. Where's he working? If I may uh, ask, that camp that he's been Taco. going to. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, so he's going to be camp. A, you went to? Yeah, I went to it. Marissa went to it. Both my brothers went there. It's a, a Chesapeake Bay. Uh, he's a counselor in training. A CIT. CIT. Yeah. yeah. CIT. My okay. my friend Jen is there right now. She. Is uh, like our age, Nick. I think you guys are probably at talk with at the same time, oh, but cool. she's a counselor now. And she texted me last week. She's like, I'm so old that they gave me my own golf cart. <laughs> so I was like, By the way, yeah. counselors in training get to stay in air conditioned cabins. <gasps> I found that out. And, and nice. you know, the rest of the counselors are slumming it, and the uh, campers are slumming it. And, and <laughs> you're lucky to have a fan in those places, and it's 95 degrees at night. Ben's like, No, I'll sleep just fine. We got count, you know, air conditioned cabins. You son of a bitch. Dude, you can be hooking up with other CITs. Probably. It's, it's like um, it's like band camp, you yeah. know, in, in American Bible. Like, they go off and they learn about themselves. That they do? They grow. Wow. Okay. Growing right now? Just look at you. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. All right. Uh, let me see. Let me notice another thing. And, uh, More for the noticer. Yeah, we'll do another one. What else one. has he noticed? And then we'll probably take a break. And then we'll probably take a break. Uh, now, we, I know we've discussed this before, but here's another study. The men, doctor knows we've discussed this before. Men with big noses really are well endowed. So another uh, study uh, has come forward. There's been about four or five that draw this correlation. Yep. Researchers at... Uh, Does this mean you can smell out of your penis? Researchers at Olsen University in South Korea analyzed data to discover that men with a nose 1.7 inches long had uh, a... Solid penis of four inches. Dad, can I talk to you for a minute? Well, those with 2.1-inch noses were packing over five inches. <laughs> wow. Uh, additionally, men with large feet were found to have wider penises. So does the upper lip determine how big your balls are? <laughs> I don't know. Listen, if, now what if a woman has a big nose? Then she has a big penis. <laughs> but she might have a larger... Oh, a large man in the boat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering. She says she's probably got uh, the whole love boat down there. Yeah. I, to me, there's the, these are the obvious things. I also think that a lot of times men who are more sinewy, everything appears a little bit larger. What a sinewy man. We don't know what that Swelt means. Swelt and, and wiry and, you know, that. See, like Adrian Brody. Uh, well, he's a big nose. Jackie Jackie Bam Bam is a big nose. You saw Bam Bam's unit. Would you say it's abnormally large? He's he's doing all right down there. Yeah? Yeah. Not only did I see it, but he was doing this... uh, He was flapping around with it? Flapping around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And you were trying to catch it? (laughs) I was like, oh, 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 oh. (laughs) It was like the munchkin toss. (laughs) What did I see? I think I saw his balls, right? I'll show you the whole thing if you want. They, I think no, you I did. Took, I no, took it, video. Popped, it popped out. He, uh, there was like a hole in his it was a hole, and yoga pants. It literally pants. popped out. And I was like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> uh, studies suggest that the increased growth is due to exposure to more testosterone during the prenatal period. 
Uh, so that can apparently assist in uh, all Your of it. Having a big nose and a big unit. Yeah. I mean, big feet. It seems to be kind of the accepted standard now, right? I guess so, yeah. There has been, uh, lately, uh, a lot more just flat-out naked people walking around the gym uh, locker these days. Oh, really? And it's not, it's not just old guys either. You know, this one young guy came walking through. <laughs> I was like, hey, good for you, buddy. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> no, but I thought it. I was like, I'm proud of you. Man, I, uh, but there was a dude just standing there shaving hey, naked. Congrats like, on the penis. Yeah, but like, you know, you can put your towel on to shave. You don't have to. Stand I don't. There naked. I have no interest in yeah. that whatsoever. There is a maybe that makes me too. You know, I would maybe prudish. I'm just. I'm a little bit more. Um, I'm less inclined to just have everything hanging out. Yeah. I'm uh, jealous of their of their comfortability in their own skin. Yeah, I am, I am jealous. Sort of of that. It, but I also think some of them carry it to to outlandish levels. I don't want naked asses on the seats that I'm going to be sitting on, or I don't know. Well, here's the deal, and and uh, is it crazy? No, no. But um, so the, the, a lot of golf clubs, uh, the, the men's locker room, people walk around naked. Yeah, uh, they you know the, the even showers, at the, the showers don't have. Curtains on Stop. them. Stop this, which nonsense. mystifies me because not only are you naked, but you're putting your hands and fingers in places yeah. while you're cleaning yourself. Right? Like, why you can't know, you just throw a curtain up? Throw a curtain up. The there. cheapest friggin' thing to do. Not that I, I don't, you know, and and I don't feel all that comfortable being just full on stark naked in front of strangers or people that I don't know. You do. I don't like it. But but the fact that you're rubbing around and and you know scouring here and there and your hands going your butt crack and stuff I don't want people to see that. No. Well, and why is it that the women's bathroom gets the individual showers and stalls? Because you're because smarter than us. Yeah. Well, and men don't. What? It, what so modesty. the men can look at each other. But modesty. The women yeah. Maybe I, I'm modest as well. I don't. I don't want to see. I don't want to see. I don't want to see me naked. <laughs> but here's the point I was going to make: is I just being fully. Buck naked doesn't necessarily feel all that comfortable to me. You need to be fully engorged in the first place. <laughs> Even if I'm alone, like like walking around the house totally naked no. does not feel right. So mm-hmm. therefore, walking around uh, another place, a place that I don't call home, in front of people that I don't know closely makes me feel even less comfortable. I, I, I like I never a, a like a nudist colony or anything like that. I could th- I could not think of a more uncomfortable horrendous. And I know people love them, but yeah. I I can't. At what age does that stop? Because my my brother went on vacation with his kids not that long ago and the two younger had no problem being naked half the time, you know. I, I and think I, it comes back later in life, doesn't it? Like when you're I, probably. Right? It's just it's a weird thing that you like modesty creeps into your yeah. life at, at a certain point, and you feel uncomfortable being naked, which is how you're born, and eventually how we're all going to be. It's true um, that you can't do that around other people. And I'm not saying I disagree with you guys because I feel the same way. It's just weird how that becomes strange. I remember being at a resort in Jamaica, and I, and we were in one resort, which is kind of you know for for people. Uh, not singles, but you know, they were not really families. Their kids, and then in the, right next to it was a nudist, uh, clearly. And so this old dude, I'm in the ocean. The dude, old dude with saggy nuts, comes into the surf, uh, and I'm yeah. like, I had to get out of the ocean because his bowl juice had been entered into the <laughs> environment, and I had to leave. Yeah, for fear a, a slick would form directly to me. Ball juice slick. Those are the worst. He's yeah. a great country singer. Yeah. Ball juice slick has sold more albums than the Beatles. Mm-hmm. I'm Bull Juice Slick. <laughs> Check out my new double album called Slick of the Night Away. <laughs> oh, so 
All right. Well, anyhow, <laughs> guys with big noses have big penises. It's uh, uh, it's official. Just, just, just in. This just in. Guys with big noses have big penises. We go down to Jim Lukashevsky, who has a huge penis. <laughs> and a hell of a honker, too. All right, we're going to wrap up this Noticer segment right now, friends. So uh, thank you for being a part of what I noticed to share with you. You know us a lot. We are going to take a break. Don't forget, uh, coming up at the end of the program, we're going to talk to members of the Hooters. Uh, Eric and um, uh, Rob Mickey. are going to be joining. No, Eric and Rob are going to be joining us uh, because they have some uh, a bit of an announcement to make. They're in Germany, so we're going to do this Zoom uh, when Pierre gets in uh, during the crossover, and we're going to loop those guys in and uh, chat with them about that stuff. So we'll take a break. We'll come back in just a second, so hang out for a bit, please. Throughout all your radios for a fancy speaker that talks back to you? Well, don't forget, you can still listen to us by saying, open MMR. You can even tell it you want to wake up to MMR, just like your grandpa's clock radio used to. Imagine that. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double hung, sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Steve, did you see the new uh, logo for the show? Look mm-hmm. up on the monitor. <laughs> I love it. It's the War Child and, and Steve, Steve Show. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, oh, my God. I love we it. We should do one day where you are referred to as War Child. I'm just War Child. Like to any celebrity guest that we have on the line, especially <laughs> ones we've never talked to before. Or like, or someone who has a lot of... Uh, Jane Goodall. Yeah. So it's, well, War Child. Yes. I first encountered the chimpanzees. Uh, by the way, here's a text. says, can I send a shard out slash zap... To the ladies at the UPS Center in Horsham, I stopped in to pick up a package, and they had you guys on the radio. Absolutely. Thank you, ladies at the UPS Center in Horsham. That's a last-second chart out to you guys, so it's a short zap, if you will. So I mentioned dad jokes earlier. There was an article that uh, Steve ran across and sent this over to me, and it... um, They serve a purpose. Essentially, it covers the importance... Of dad jokes. And in, pa- in fact, it helps children learn to be embarrassed by their parents. This is according <laughs> to Mark He Knudsen, a researcher of humor and lab, he's a researcher of humor and a lab manager at the university, uh, university's cognition and behavior laboratory. It's a mouthful of crap. It's in the Arha- Arhus University. Oh, Arhus. 
What is Aarhus? It's in uh, Denmark. It's uh, near okay. Copenhagen. I have okay. a friend that went there. All right. Um, so I, I, I'm I'm a fan of uh, the bad ones and the good ones. I, I, I'm, I know some people who are comedy uh, writers or whatever or, you know, in my, of my ilk are dismiss them, but I think they're fun. Uh, I find some of them funny. The, the really dumb ones. Yeah. And I guess it all depends on you, whether, what you deem to be dumb or not. But some of them, like, I, I give a little... Ha, 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 I'll tell you what. To, and that's it. If it appears on... Do you, if you have, do the, you have the Alexa show, the, uh, the one that has a screen on it, it'll say ask... If it's an Amazon joke that asks you to ask, it's invariably a horrible dad joke. Okay. Terrible. Now, Abu Dhabi. That's a great one. That's a funny one. That's yeah. uh, That one I found funny. Casey, you did. I think you were the one that shared us shared that with us. <laughs> I think it was I me. Like, I think, I think you, was, you were Porch okay. to yeah. Geese. Yeah. I was porch to porch geese. Porch. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. Where do you normally find your dad jokes? Because you are our dad joke guy. Yeah, I um, and I sit on them for a little while online, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so Instagram. You go look, you look for them, or they just they pop into your realm. They just pop into my realm. Okay. So it's, I guess, maybe it's part of my algorithm, and now people will share them with me. There, there, you know? g- there's a couple of guys who do, who are dads who have those kind of jokes. Yeah, that's the one where um. Uh, my wife was carrying the laundry across the room and fell down. All I could do is sit and watch the whole thing unfold. Right, <laughs> right, right. Which so that that's that's a classic dad joke with yeah. a little bit more oomph to it. Yep. So what I try to do, and I hear one that I think might work on the show, I sit on it to to try and work it in to make it sound like I'm just talking to you guys like normal. Right. You've, then, you've done you've done a good job with some of them. Wait yeah. a minute, are you still sitting on that one? Is there one that you're still sitting on? No, I gave, I, I did it. Oh, you, you did? set that what one free. It? Yeah, no, it there, wasn't. It wasn't the. Um, you wanted Preston to say something to you. The c word. No, it was. No. It was it, right. It, there was one about. Like, it was going to be prompted by Preston asking if you were okay. I knew. Yes. Right. Oh crap! What is it? It was like I was like sad about something, yeah. and then I I, I and I and, and that's like I can't. But I did use it. I did okay. use it. There was another one where because uh, we were wait like he was like huffing and puffing one morning, and we were waiting for you to say. But he doesn't notice anything. anything. Okay. He calls himself the, the noticer, but he doesn't notice he doesn't anything. anything. Wow. Hey, wow. Back, back off, off work. <laughs> Seriously. No, I do notice a little bit of body language when I can tell that Casey yeah. is yeah. going to deliver a dad joke. Yes. He does that. <laughs> he jumps up and down like a he kid. He sits yeah. up. He, he takes his hands and pushes his butt up a little mm. bit so he can sit up. Get straight. ready. Get ready for this yeah. one. Get ready. Get ready. All right. And when I you see that, I'm like, here it comes. So you know it's coming. It's one, oh, this is my opportunity. I can't wait. You know, one that he's been sitting on, yes. You know, it's a good, uh, another one that came from that case was the, uh, um, whoever whoever stole my antidepressants, I hope you're happy. I hope you're happy now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I hope you're happy. Uh, so, writing for the British Psychological Society, Mr. Knudsen explained. Knudsen. Knudsen. Mr. Knudsen's here to Said. It has another joke. By teasingly striking at their children's egos and emotions without teetering over into bullying, yeah. fathers build their children's resilience and train them to withstand minor attacks and bouts of negative emotion without getting worked up or acting out, teaching them impulse control and emotional regulation. Son, I have a good dad joke for you. Guess who's a disappointment? You. <laughs> uh, in light of this, it is worth considering dad jokes as a uh, pedagogical? Yes, pedagogical tool uh, that may serve a beneficial function for the very children who roll their eyes at them. He said, by continuing telling 
uh, their children jokes that are so bad that they're embarrassing. Fathers may push their children's limits for how much embarrassment that they can handle. They said they show their children that embarrassment isn't fatal. Yes. And it's, it's a not, good lesson to learn. Not the end of the world. I always, my dad, his thing was he, he would pants us in front of the church. That's yeah. hilarious. Kathy, the, the dad joke had something to do with my head, like a hurt neck or something like that. Do you, does it, is it yeah. really uh, Yes. Yeah. Yes, it does. And what was it? I don't remember. Is it, is it the dad joke, how's your head? No complaints yet. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, but it, I remember. It being, oh man, <laughs> I remember it being pretty good because I was excited about it. I was like, "Oh, I really want Preston to ask if you're okay." Yeah, there was the other one where I was like, "Okay, this is a good one that I'm going to be able to use during music news, right?" Right. So I was just waiting for Preston to like be, uh, work in something where people were working on a on a, uh, a record in a studio, and I was going to say, "Oh, you know, I have a friend who is, uh, you know, he's a Russian." Uh, Audio producer, and I have a, a check one too, and I did that one. You did yeah, that, that worked. One, that didn't go over all that well. Well, I, it, it might have. It's actually just it might have got fun. lost in conversation a little bit. Yeah. So. It's actually just as fun when it doesn't for us when it doesn't go oh, over yeah. well. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> Preston just know and I just look at each other. If you tell a dad joke in the woods, <laughs> does anyone laugh? So, in this article, they list uh, the top forty dad jokes. And these are terrible, stupid ones. They're st- I mean, they're horrible. Yep. Uh, these are really, really bad. So do you want me to give you a yeah, few of these? Yeah, all right, but give it give it some oomph. Because like, if, if we go in thinking that they're all going to be terrible, you want me to we're going to be predisposed. There's very little you can polish all right, on these I'll terms, provide you audience laughs. All right. I'm just, I'm, like, telling a joke is hard. This is literally a, like, what do you call a bear with no socks on? Bear feet? Yes. No, right. that, that, that's... Or barefoot. Barefoot. Uh, what button is impossible to unbutton? Belly button. Yes. No, no. Oh, uh, yeah, no, they yeah, loved yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> what, did, what did Michael Jackson call his denim store? Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, uh, Billy Jean. Yes, yeah. thank you. Okay. Very well done. Is why did Michael Jackson go to Walmart? Well, because he Cause heard the kids were pants half, half off. Right. <laughs> I think the son called that a dad, right. a dad joke. Yeah, yeah. No, hey, no, dad, yeah. tell that joke because he paid he paid kids to see their anuses. That's not funny, Dad. Uh, what do you call a Minecraft celebration? No. A block party. Okay. <laughs> Everything's made from blocks. And yeah. Right. Right. So. Uh, who, see, Nick, I'm, <laughs> there's very little I can do with it. No, yeah. but like, how do you throw a space okay. party, your planet, you know, that's, yeah. that's, that's a, that's good, a one. good one. Yeah. yeah. All right. Who's the best Kung Fu vegetable? Chop suey. Broccoli. <laughs> uh, yeah. okay, that's not bad. Uh, what do you call a rabbit? <laughs> what do you call a rabbit who is angry over getting burnt? Um, a hot cross bunny. <laughs> Kathy liked it. <laughs> what did one butt say to the other butt? Uh, where's Michael Jackson? No. <laughs> oh, I got it. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's actually kind of fun. Uh, what's orange and sounds like a parrot? A carrot? Yes. <laughs> actually, yes. Yeah. That's just a logical one right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. What why? sound? What is a word that sounds similar? <laughs> uh, why couldn't the toilet paper cross the road? Why? He got stuck in a crack. 
See, these are just... You find that funny? Yeah, I like that one. Oh, my God, it's terrible. <laughs> uh, what's round and sounds like a trumpet? Bump it. Crump it. Oh. So this is, this is from England. <laughs> uh, what do you call a sleeping dinosaur? Uh... A dino- Tyrannosaurus rest? A dinosnore. Dinosnore. No, these are terrible. <laughs> What's the one they tell in Jurassic Park? Do you think he saw us? Yeah. Yeah. Blind, okay. A blind dinosaur and yeah. then his dog. How about some actual good ones? Do you yeah. think he saw us, Rex? Right. Is the dog. Yeah. Also, uh, my favorite dinosaur joke is what's the name of a lesbian dinosaur? Like a lot of us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do remember that one. <laughs> that's a good that's a good that's one the kids would like. Yeah. Oh, I probably learned it as a child. <laughs> I'm looking for decent ones, guys. I'm, They're horrible. I'm scanning through. Those. They're horrible. Uh, what do you What do you receive when you ask a lemon to help? Lemonade. Yes. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have um, to think about some. Like I had to think for a second about that one. <laughs> why can't you give Elsa a balloon? Who's Elsa? She's frozen. She's frozen. Because um, she'll <laughs> she'll let, let it go. go. Let it go. That's great. By the way, I was in uh, I was in Target on Saturday, and there was a father and his little daughter. She was a little girl, like a, like a no. Oh, oh. <laughs> Sorry, I thought that was that's a, a bad line. joke. Yeah. And well, Target. Well, hearing the "Let It Go" made me think of this, and and they were in the the children's section, and they were playing um, part of that world over the last ah. and he was singing it at oh, the top great. of the lungs with her. That's great. It was really cute. That was adorable. I was at Target on Saturday, and there was a boy there with his father, and the boy was eating electrical cords, and the father, he grounded him until he could (laughs) conduct himself properly. (laughs) Did you set him up on purpose? Yeah. No. (laughs) But that was good. Thank you. That was good. Thank you. You grounded grounded him until he could conduct himself properly. I like it. Uh, all right, wait, no, I did see one here that might be, let me see. When, uh, when does the sandwich cook? Um, hmm. when does the sandwich cook? So, yeah, you don't know. Uh, well, yeah, but I, this is like one of those, I, I really want to like figure, figure out the out. answer. See, when? that's why I like your dad jokes better. They're not a question dad yeah. joke. You, you, you make a statement. Yeah. Right, right. As right. Opposed, a punchline yeah. to it. When does a sandwich cook? Yeah. When? When it's bacon, lettuce, and tomato. <laughs> I gave it a little delivery. Yeah. I like it. Warchild and Steve in the morning. <laughs> uh, Back off, Warchild, seriously. I'm going to go to uh, Mark, who wants to share one. Hey, Mark, good morning. Hey, you guys rock. Thank hey. you. What's up, buddy? Uh, all right, so why didn't Dairy Queen get pregnant? Uh, I know this. Burger King was wearing a rubber. Uh, she married Mr. Softy. Uh, there you go. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, Thanks, Mark. So Because he was flaccid. He couldn't inseminate her. I was right. just trying to think of another fast food royalty. <laughs> Wendy's. Yeah, <laughs> Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me go to Brad. Hey, Brad, good morning. Good morning. Hey, it cost me $250 for him to spray in my bush. Uh, <laughs> That's the second, second Kathy today. Bush today yeah. that we've had. So, all right, Brad, what did you you were share a dad joke with us? What kind of bagel flies? Bagel flies. A plain bagel. Ah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him that. That's cute. Thank you, Brad. Appreciate it. Because there are plain bagels, and planes are used frequently in aviation. All right, here we go. Uh, Andy, good morning. Good morning. What's up, Andy? What's up, buddy? Hey, what do you get when you when you cross an elephant and a rhino? Elephino. That's right. Ah! Thank you. (laughs) I love it. That's a good one. what what did the French guy do when he drank too much water? Wee oui, wee? Oui. He went wee oui, wee oui in his pants. <laughs> Where do pencils spend their vacation? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. <laughs> these are terrible. Just terrible. And these are their best ones they have. <laughs> uh, That's England. I'll go to Sammy. Hi, Sammy. Good morning. Dad, can I talk to you for a minute? <laughs> What's up, it. bud? Hey, so I, I entered 10 puns into a pun contest, hoping at least one would win, uh-huh. but no pun in 10 did. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's good. Well, better. That's better. Yeah. Thank you, Sammy. No, no pun, pun in yeah. 10 did. See, you like the ones that are not a question. You uh, like yes, that one. Yes, I do. Statements, declarations. Yeah. I like the grounded one Casey had. That was good. Uh, we'll go to Mark next. Hey, Mark, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> hey, buddy. What's up? Hey, mine is, uh, why did the blonde put lipstick on her forehead? Why? She was told to make up her mind. <laughs> make up her mind. And that's the blonde joke. That's a There's different a subset. Yeah. That's a different category. Of blonde jokes. Do you remember when I was a little kid, the big thing was to, and this is horrible, making fun of essentially amputees? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, no. Yeah, so, what you call a woman with no arms and no legs who uh, fries in a frying pan. Fries in a frying pan? Yeah. I don't know. Patty. Patty. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. what do you, yeah, it was, what do you uh, call a guy with no arms and no legs in the water? It's Bob. Bob. What do you call, uh, what do you say to a legless hitchhiker? I don't know. Hop in. Hop in. All right. Or that's a one legged hitchhiker. One legged hitchhiker. And then, uh, no arms, no legs laying on the floor is Matt. But my favorite one. <laughs> okay. Oh, you have a favorite one of I these? I do. I do have a favorite one because it was creative. There were two of them, actually. Uh, a guy with no arms, no legs laying in a pile of leaves. That's Russell. Russell, yes. <laughs> And then the last one, two guys, no arms, no legs, on a windowsill. Mm. Kurt and Rod. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a whole, it was all the rage, truly tasteless jokes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Remember those? Truly tasteless jokes. There had to be like 15 of these books. Paperback books. Yeah. And and pe- they would sell them in these collections, truly tasteless jokes. They should be mm-hmm. called truly racist jokes yeah. because that's like pretty much all they were. And also the, the mama jokes. Yeah, mama there's jokes, mama yeah. jokes. And then Steve, you remember the, the rupture? Yes. Uh-huh. That was when I was a little kid, you know, when you're sliding down a wire and your balls catch on fire. That's a rupture. a rupture. Yeah. <laughs> and there was like a whole slew of them. Yeah. When you're lying in grass. It's like the diarrhea. Yeah. And your balls hit your ass. That's yeah, a that's a rupture. So... We go through these phases. They're as, all from Shakespeare. As human beings. <laughs> ah, the bard. Alas, Paul Yorick, your balls hit your ass. <laughs> Twas a rupture. <laughs> <laughs> and lo, thou was sliding down a wire, and thy balls caught to fire. Twas a rupture. Twas a rupture. <laughs> I'm just impressed you went with Yorick, Steve. That's, just, that's a good pull right there. Thank you. We knew him well. 
Uh, I will go next to uh, Kate. Hi, Kate. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Hi, Kate. All right, I guess you're sharing a, j- a dad joke. Yes. Uh, okay. What is a pirate's favorite letter? No, don't even. No, no. That's... Keep going. You think it'd be R, but it's the C. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that there was another punchline nice. to it. Nice. <laughs> Thank you for that, Kate. I was I almost hung up on her because I'm like that's that's, that's too what's the pirate joke with the um pirate goes into a bar with a steering wheel on his crotch and hey, he oh, says yeah. that's driving, driving me nuts, nuts. <laughs> yeah uh I have Ted on the line hey Ted good morning morning what's up buddy what do you do with an elephant with three balls Oh, this is a baseball joke. Yeah, you yeah, walk him you and walk. you pitch to the gorilla. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or the rhino. Or the rhino. It's, it's, in, like it's it. uh, Thanks, in Top Gun. Uh, no, uh, in, a, in a... Hot Shots. Hot shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she says that joke. By the way, if you're wondering why we're going through these, this is an article uh, that we were reading that says, actually, embarrassing your children mildly to, you know, right. Harm- right. harmlessly... Uh, is actually a good thing for them, a la dad jokes. Yeah, so there was a kid at Halloween one time, showed up to my house. He was dressed as a pirate. And so my dad was like, oh, look at you. You got your pirate. You got your little pirate hook. You got your pirate hat. But, you know, where are your buccaneers? And the kid's like, they're under my fucking hat. (laughs) (laughs) I know that one. That's That's one of my favorite ones. That goes back. Uh, Let's go next to uh, Wesley. Wesley. Hello, Wesley. Good morning, it. Good, Good morning. morning to see you. What's up, bud? Wait, play it again. Play the so, how come a bicycle can't stand on its own? How come a bicycle can't stand on its own? Yeah. I don't know. It's too tired. <laughs> it is too tired. It's Thank too you. tired. And it's true, and it's yeah. accurate, and it's funny. All right, let's go to Sammy. Hey, Sam, Good morning. Good morning. Good, good morning to see you. What's Here up, buddy? Go. Good morning to see you. <laughs> you, you sound kill billish in that delivery. Good morning to see you. Uh, what did one casket say to the other casket? Do tell. I don't know. Is, it, is that you coughing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks, bud. Uh, here we have Ross. Hey, Ross, good morning. Hey, guys, did you hear that they uh, recently ba- banned loud laughter in Hawaii? No. Uh, now it's just aloha. <laughs> <laughs> Come it's on. a good one. Aloha is a good one. <laughs> I like that one. I do like that one. Thanks, buddy. All right. Um, God, our phones are just jam-packed With now. so many good ones. <laughs> Hi, Michelle. Hey, guys. How you doing? Oh, it's my God. God. It's that Michelle. Yes, uh, and happy summer coming. Happy summer coming. You, you get a couple of times a year where you can do that physically, and summer's one of them. I can do as much as I can, not too much. All right. All right. Okay, so here you go. What did the three-legged dog say when his father left him? I'm looking for the man who shot my paw. No, I missed my paw. Oh. I missed my paw. All right. I had heard that a dog... Three-legged dog walks into a bar and into a saloon says, I'm looking for the man who shot my paw. I actually made that up, and I won um, I won a prize on the radio station one year for that joke. Really? Wow. Yeah, they wanted, to hear, they wanted to hear bad jokes, but they said that was a good joke, so they gave me a prize. What did you win? It, it was a dog's show out in Oaks. I gave it to my friend. It was a dog. dog what now? They gave you a dog show out in Oaks? Yeah. It was, yeah. It, it was uh, uh, they were doing the dog show out in Oaks at the convention. You've won a dog show. Yeah. <laughs> You've won the Westminster Dog Show. Yeah, that's what it was. I didn't want to go. So okay. I gave it to my I friend. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go. Okay. All right, Casey, 
happy pre-birthday and oh. have a good time in the Grand Canyon. Thank uh, you, you're very sweet, Michelle. Thank you, Michelle. Have a good later. All right, take care. Bye. Right, bye-bye. You won the Academy Award. <laughs> 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 I want a dog show. <laughs> Speaking of dogs, let me go to Tony. Hi, Tony. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, this is Tony from Burnsville. Burnsville. What do you call? Yeah, Burnsville. Actually, my wife Judy called in. Oh, I'm out on the farm. What oh, do you call? Oh, yeah. well, hang on, hang what on a second. We know her. Go. She, the, on the dairy farm. Uh, yeah, it's a beef farm, but. A they raise farm. bitches. Oh, I'm sorry. No, oh. it was a beef farm. Oh, yeah. Beef That's beef. right. Yeah. That's beef right. Farm. I'm yeah. sorry about that. Okay, Tony, yeah. hit us with it. What do you call a dog with no legs? A dog with no legs. Mm, don't know. Do tell. Cigarette, because you always take it out for a drag. <laughs> <laughs> All right, take thanks, it out Tony. for a drag. For a drag. <laughs> I like that he cracked himself up. <laughs> yeah. He did. Uh oh! Hang on a second here. Let me go to let me go to Tyler. Hey Tyler, good morning. Morning. How what, y'all doing? Good. What's up, buddy? Uh, two guys. They're stranded in a forest. They haven't eaten for days. They come across a clearing, and in the middle of it is a tree covered in bacon. Okay. The first guy takes off running to it, thinking they're saved. As he gets close, a shot rings out, and he falls over, wounded. He screams back to his friend, "Look out!" It's not a bacon tree. It's a hand bush. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that was going to die, and it turned oh out to God. be great. In fairness, and I love Tyler's delivery. In that accent and that yeah. delivery, any mm-hmm. joke would it's be fine. Hand Look out. It's a, it's a ham bush. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tyler. Yes, sir. All right. That's Number good. eight is one that we, <laughs> I think we just... Mentioned a little while ago. Oh, okay. A couple days ago. Uh, let's go to Rich then. Hey, Rich. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, buddy? All right, I got one for you. All right. Why do why boxers why don't boxers have sex before their match the night before? Because they don't like each other. That's right. They just <laughs> That's cute. I, I do like, like that. Yep. All right, hang on here. We'll go to Sarah next. Hey, Sarah. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Sarah? I'm doing well. How are you? Awesome. You're cracking yourself up already. <laughs> what kind of pants does Mario wear? What kind of pants does Mario wear? Huh. Mm-hmm. See, I, I, some, are you even supposed to stop and think about it? or do you I, just, I, think, I, I just usually go right to, uh, what? I don't know. What? All right, I don't know, Sarah. Denim, denim. Denim, denim, denim. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I've heard that before. Yeah, I, I, I love that one. Yeah, that's great. Denim, denim, denim. Can I give you one more? Yeah. yeah. How many beans does an Irish man put in his soup? How many beans does an Irish man put in his soup? How many? 239, because one more would be too farty. <laughs> 239, because one more would be too farty. Two oh, too farty. Yes, uh, beans. I like it. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Sarah. All right. I couldn't hear She's it. cracking up. I thought she said too farcy. It, Me it's too. too like it's the language. Too farty. Yeah. Uh, no, too farty. Far, too too farty. I'm farting my brains out yeah. of the beans in my soup. Uh, fire, oh, fire, 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 fire. These are not stopping. Oh, oh. We'll go, since we had a Mario one, let's go to Mario on the line. Mario, good morning. Big brown watermelon nipples. <laughs> Getting sucked on by all sorts of pimples. <laughs> Woo, you know it. We have done <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, teamwork. All right, what's up, bud? Hey, did you guys hear about the fire at the shoe factory? No, do tell. Bro, we lost a lot of good souls at that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, did you hear about the peanut walking through the park at night? Thanks, bud. It was assaulted. 
you're insulted. Uh, can you go to uh, five? Yeah, Kevin. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's go. Hi, Kevin. Good morning. Oh, I know this one. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. What's up, buddy? Hey, uh, did you hear about the two sharks eating the clown? No. One shark says the other. Does this taste funny to you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you know that one, Casey? No. Okay. I was. I saw the uh, setup. I did. I was like, mm, I wonder what the punchline mm-hmm. is. That sharks one. eat clowns. That one I knew. Uh, let's go to Danielle. Hi there, Danielle. Hi. Hi. What's up, Danielle? I got a bunch. This is what we do every night during <laughs> dinner. But uh, <laughs> so why couldn't the pony sing? Why? It was a little horse. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a tiny horse. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um. What do cakes and baseball teams have in common? What do cakes and baseball teams have in common? I don't know. They both need a good batter. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's See what you did there? That's a dad joke. That's a dad joke. Uh, if you're just tuning in, why are we doing this? Uh, an article that uh, talks about uh, dance essentially being a good thing for your kids. If you if you embarrass your kids with dad jokes. Teaches them how to be resilient. I, uh, my kids like dad jokes. They yeah. think they're funny. So, yeah. uh, yours, I'm sure, do, too, Case. Yeah. It doesn't embarrass them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go with... How about Christina on eight? Uh, yep, we'll do that. Hi, Christina. Hello, how you doing? Wonderful, what's up? Not much. So, uh, what did the bra say to the hat? I don't know. What did the bra say to the hat? You go on ahead, and I'll give these to a lift. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's good. good. That's good. I and like it's accurate. All right. Um, we have some knock knock jokes, and I that's a that's a different subset. Knock knock. Don't you think so? Yes, I do. Oh, remember the um, <laughs> yeah, FDR. Uh, knock knock. Yeah. He did knock knock. Your mother's a prostitute. (laughs) Um, I'll do two of these real quick. We'll go to uh, Ken. Hey, Ken, good morning. Good morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, what's up, buddy? Um, Knock knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Moo. Moo. Yep. (laughs) I know. It's a good one. It's an old one. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're supposed to say who's there before you finish saying who's there. Right. They say moo. Who's hair? Uh, let's do one more knock-knock joke and then no more knock-knock jokes. Knock-knock jokes. Knock-knock jokes. Knock-knock jokes. Knock-knock jokes. These are jokes about jocks. Knock-knock joke. Hi, Andy. Good morning. Hey, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, dude. What's up? Knock-knock. Who there? Europe. Europe who? No, Europe who? That's actually a good one. I love it. that hard? Yeah. Hi, Rob. Rob, you're on the air, buddy. Diggy, 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 diggy. <laughs> diggy, 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 diggy. Nice. Okay. I want to kiss you. <laughs> What's up, buddy? All right. Well, did you know French fries are not cooked in France? No, they're cooked in Greece. That's right. Ah! I like it. Thanks, Rob. Appreciate it. Uh, all right, we'll go over to Eric. Hi, Eric. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Sorry about the Eric! Air. It's all right, buddy. What's going on? So I got speed and I got pulled over by a police officer. Officer comes up to my window and says, "Hey, why are you driving a crocodile?" I said, "Crocodile? No, it's my navigator. I'm lost without him." <laughs> what? Navigator? I'm lost. Oh, navigator! Uh, navigator! Navigator! He's a gator who navigates. <laughs> I got it. That makes yeah, sense. One more now. for the APTs. You remember the APT jokes you're talking about? Yes. Go yes. ahead. What do you call a girl with one leg? 
uh, uh, Peg? Eileen. 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 That was it. Yeah. Okay, so that was, yes, I'd mentioned earlier, it was a, uh, it was a phase, it's probably in like the early 1980s or something like that, where those were kind of a joke thing yeah. for a while. <laughs> and back jokes, at like, hey. jokes come in and out of uh, fashion. Yeah. Or at least styles of jokes do. Um, and we covered the knock-knocks and those. And, knock, uh, knock, knock, knock. <laughs> Go F yourself. <laughs> All right, I need to know this one. I'm going to go to Albert. Hey, Albert. Yes. What's up, buddy? All right. Good morning, everybody. Hey, nice to have you on, buddy. What's going on? I'm killing right, my wife. Wait, say to start Hold over. On. Hold on. Okay, you ready? Yeah. You know why Cinderella couldn't play for the NFL? No. She kept running from the ball. Oh. Uh, the ball she was it. at, she it's had to cute. run from it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was just thinking what he said. I killed killed my wife. (laughs) Sounded like something was going on in the background. I got a joke for you. (laughs) I killed my wife. You shot my brother. Knock, knock. Who's there? I killed my wife. (laughs) I think he just confessed to a crime. It's less of a joke, really. (laughs) I killed my... Killed your wife who? Her name is uh, Sarah. (laughs) Here's my written confession. That's the joke. Yeah. I killed my, I killed my wife who? Knock, knock. Who's there? I killed my wife. I killed my wife who? Uh, her name's Sarah. <laughs> you don't get it, do you, buddy? The other day, I saved I save from some of my favorite um, Daily Rush videos, just because I love to go back and, and just get a kick out of whatever we were talking yeah. about that day. And one of them is a series of... One's a knock-knock joke, and another one uh, was uh, a series of Russian jokes. <laughs> and, Steve, you went into Rocky in Rocky Four, yeah. right. addressing the crowd, and you, go, you, you do a Rocky set, knock-knock <laughs> setup that still, to this day, <laughs> never fails to crack me up. And I may be the only one that finds it funny, we, no, funny. but you go knock-knock, <laughs> and I go, who's there? You go... Orange, <laughs> orange. He just pauses. You go, banana. banana. <laughs> That's a Rocky joke. Yeah. It's, just, it's just so stupid <laughs> and so wonderfully him. Oh, it just cracks me. Um, mm-hmm. is, oh, that was his song the other day. It was. Yep. The, wait, the extended the, version. Okay. The I re-edited need, version. I need to see that one. It is a percentage better. I know you won't think it is because they took out a lot of stuff you loved about it. Yeah. The problem is trying to remember all these things. You need to, like, have, like, a good database. <laughs> Get it? Database? I wasn't listening. I was yawning. You can't yawn and listen at the same time. I can't. Honestly, I, it kinda, I can't hear very well when yawning. Do, will you do it again? No. For me and the listening audience? <laughs> No, you need a good place to store all these uh, these jokes. You need like a good database. <laughs> dad, of dad, 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 dad joke. All right, yeah. thank you, Marcus. Yeah. All right, we'll go to we'll go to John. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Hey, John. Good morning. So, what did you um? What was it? <laughs> Wait, I got it. Hang on. Banana. Hang on. Banana. <laughs> Banana. Did you hear about the explosion at the French cheese factory? The, the explosion at the French cheese factory. No. There's debris everywhere. Ah, nice. <laughs> debris is everywhere. All right. Thank you, John. Appreciate that. Uh, all right. We got to take a break here in just a second. But let me go to uh, Sammy. This looks interesting. Hi, Sammy. Good morning. <laughs> all right, Sammy. Hit us. 
What is hotter, the Sahara Desert or the circus? Well, I would say the Sahara Desert. Yeah. Oh, but it would be the circus because the heat is intense. The heat is intense. <laughs> Hilarious. It's a circus joke. Thank I you, like Sammy. it. Appreciate I heard it. a variation on that joke, which was uh, that you hear about the circus fire. It was intense. Or yeah. um, my, uh, there, there was also I went to the psychiatrist. He said you're a teepee and a wigwam, uh, and I said, "What does that mean?" He said, "You're too tense. You're too tense." I like, uh, the, yeah, I like or, the psychiatrist joke, Steve. Of uh, <laughs> I went to the psychiatrist wearing nothing but saran wrap, and the psychiatrist looked at me and said, "Well, I can clearly see you're nuts." <laughs> <laughs> There's one about the mechanic goes to the psychiatrist. He says, "What do you do for a living?" He says, "I'm a mechanic." He says, "Okay, get under the couch." <laughs> <laughs> Let me go to Danielle. Hi, Danielle. Good morning. Hi. Hi. Hey, what's up, Danielle? How are you? Good. I'm wonderful. How are, we're fine here. How are you? We're all fine. I'm great. Yeah. What's yeah. up? Boring so here's my dad joke. Okay. What do you call three pigs rolling down the road? Three pigs rolling, rolling down, down the, the road? road? I don't know. Pork roll. <laughs> <laughs> That's as straight and linear as it is. Yeah. yeah. Like There's it. very little nuance that. All right, thank you, buddy. All right, I think we should stop. We should end it. Yeah, we've done our. We've done a, a fitting tribute to embarrassing your kids through dad, dad jokes. <laughs> but apparently, it's good for them. If it embarrasses them, it's okay uh, to learn that uh, embarrassment is not something that is going to uh, be that horrible and never be able to get over. So that's according to this particular study. But thank you for sharing these uh, some good, some bad. Yes, dad jokes that are out and available in the world. We're going to take a break. When we get back, we'll get to the bizarre file. Don't forget, coming up at the end of the program, Eric Bazilian, Ryan, Hi- uh, Ryan Hyman, Rob Hyman of the Hooters. <laughs> they have an announcement. They're checking in from Germany. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Foo Fighters. Mammoth WV. Finger 11. It's me and you! It's you and I, together I. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WNMR. Uh, we will hopefully have information tomorrow morning to share with you. And the, I believe, Preston to see Blood Drive has come and gone. It was a tremendous success as far as how the whole thing was run and the amount of people that we ran into and uh, some old faces and new faces. It was tremendous, especially considering the weather was uh, inclement, yeah. certainly. Yeah. Some downpours. And when we left uh, Oaks and went over to Live uh, Casino, uh, it was packed. Yep. Yep. And so so wonderful. I mean, the word inspiring comes to mind that people would take that time and go do that. It's just amazing. And everybody was in good spirits. Yeah. Uh, we broke some records yeah. uh, at the event as well. Uh, the uh, Munchkin toss was huge. I will um, look back at the footage, and you were right. You said, um, you know, this it was a good distance. Yeah. So uh, I mean, it was tremendous, and yeah. uh, and then we created a new a new sport. Yep. And then set a world record for it. Scooter Munchins. It yeah. Munchkins. Me all weekend that I was not able to do that successfully, yeah. and you and and Preston, I I'm truly impressed by your ability. I did it in one shot. I know you did. I, I, I don't know if it was a fluke. Well, you that's why no, it was a, it was a it was a munchkin. That's why I, no, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't try it again. A fluke is a fish, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, you but, closed your mouth at the right time. Yes. And I kept mine open for far too long. Next year, bro. You know, you got a year to train. Okay. You know? Yeah. yeah. And then Nick, we're gonna we're gonna donk this next year. You approached it like a like a baleen whale, which right. leaves its mouth open, which is smart. I mean yes. it, but I mean Preston was um more like a uh an eel. Yep. Right. What I noticed though is uh when I was riding a scooter that uh I know somebody else that I look like uh <laughs> with a haircut. Okay. And uh, I'm pretty sure it's one of the characters from Monsters University. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Which one? It's the I dad. think it's the, the dad, it's right? The dad. <laughs> the dad from Monsters. So they go to the one kid's house. Oh, see, I remember oh, Monsters, Inc., but mo- mo- not Monsters University. Cool. Yeah. That okay. is great, Casey. Yeah. yeah. So um, we're, we're going to have to find the dad from Monsters yeah. University. <laughs> I was like, who's, yeah. Whose dad is he in the, in the movie? Oh, <laughs> 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 he found a picture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, with the mustache and glasses. And the glasses. Don Carlton. Yes. <laughs> That's so good. I love it. Uh, well, tomorrow morning we will uh, we'll have the results of the uh, the numbers of uh, units uh, that came in. But a lot of people were doing the power red, which counts as two. And so I feel confident, uh, you know, our goal of 1,000, I feel confident that we are going to go past that. But maybe we went. Way past it. I don't know. Hey, it could be. We'll have to find out. We don't we, know. We do not know about that as of yet, but we'll reveal that information on tomorrow morning. Tomorrow program. But if you were a part of it, thank you. It was great. And thank you to Pierre uh, and Jackie Bam Bam and Brent Porsche uh, for coming out. And of course, uh, everybody who's a part of the MM Army and um, all of that. It was uh, it was a uh, an awesome time. And yes, we're looking at a picture of Casey <laughs> and uh, the dad from uh, Monsters University, voiced by Joel Murray. Pretty close. Oh. Who's Joel Murray? Bill's brother. Yeah, he was in Moving Violations. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember that guy. Oh, he was also in uh, One Crazy Summer, was he not? He was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep, that's true. All right, um, we should do the Bizarre Files, so we'll go for it. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. All right, it's a few stories to share with you, and this is a uh, cautionary tale because it could happen to you if you have an iPhone. Manchester police in Tennessee have responded to multiple accidental 911 calls at Bonnaroo. Uh-oh. <laughs> Due to what they believe is a new Apple iPhone feature. <laughs> Police say that officers have responded to multiple accidental 911 calls at Bonnaroo, likely due to the new feature called crash detection mode, which we've heard of. Yeah. Uh, the MPD asked those attending to be mindful and consider <laughs> deactivating this feature until Bonnaroo is over. Now, what it will do, it says, according to iPhone, it says, when your iPhone detects a severe car crash, it will display an alert will automatically initiate initiate an emergency phone call after 20 seconds unless you cancel. If you're unresponsive, your phone will play an audio message for emergency services and informs that you've been in an accident. So if you're, like, bouncing around yeah, and people you are, like, moshing and whatnot. Loud music. Uh, that it can uh, trigger that. That's wild. Uh, so keep that in mind. You're headed to a badass show sometime this fall or this summer. Or like the MMRBQ this yes. fall. So, a, this happened last week. I didn't get a chance to get to it as we were broadcasting live on Friday, but a Pennsylvania man's gutters were left dented when a mysterious chunk of ice fell from the sky and struck the edge of his house. Jesse Gonzalez said that he was at his Elkins Park home on Thursday ah. when he heard a loud noise. It was around 12, 15 p.m., he said. So, I came downstairs and there were chunks of ice all over the yard. What the... I found that there was uh, ice that was buried in the ground. And I was like, okay, that obviously came from the sky at some point. Uh, Gonzalez soon discovered the ice chunk had dented his gutter. He said, so terminal velocity is 120 miles an hour. 
When I look at the ditch, it makes sense that it would come down that fast and the damage that it would cause. The bigger piece, I think, barely missed the roof, he said. Uh, Gonzalez said his dogs were lucky to be uninjured as they were nearby when the ice fell from the sky. He said that the temperature outside was about 82 degrees when the ice fell. That's crazy. And he suspects the chunk fell off of a passing aircraft. So I don't know exactly how that happened. but A full can of seltzer water fell from the sky as well, Preston. No, that's just in the picture for oh, uh, oh, perspective. For okay. yes. Oh. <laughs> uh, the residents of Brienz, Switzerland, breathed a sigh of relief this week as a massive rock slide that they feared would destroy their village missed it by just a few meters. Remember, we talked about this. Yes, in fact, there was a closed circuit, uh, well, a, a web stream set up with the camera trained on that rock slide. Yeah. The, or potential rock slide at that point. The picturesque mountainside community has been evacuated since May the 12th. And as residents had been, been waiting anxiously for the rock slide that uh, geologists warned was imminent, they Good were... Good news, it destroyed the town over! Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> we're all gonna be fine! Yeah. We're gonna be great! <laughs> Shelbyville, not so much! <laughs> when, uh, but when an estimated 1.2 to 1.5 million cubic meters of rock finally broke... <laughs> In fact, it was the, that noise that caused it to dislodge. <laughs> when it finally broke away overnight. How ironic. <laughs> Thursday and tumbled down the mountainside, it stopped just at the edge of the local schoolhouse, leaving the village unscathed. Uh, according to the municipal spokesperson, Christian Gartman, he said the village was very lucky. It could have just as easily destroyed everything. He said it's been a big relief for the residents because they had been around uh, for six weeks waiting impatiently for something to happen. Uh, geologists have predicted that some 1.9 million cubic meters of rock were at risk of breaking away. About two-thirds of that appears to have come down the slope on Thursday night. It's pretty amazing to look at the post picture here, Preston. It's right up there. Yep. I'm sure the kids are devastated that the school wasn't destroyed. Residents have been waiting in nearby villages in the outskirts of Brienne's, returning only two at a time for 90-minute intervals to retrieve essential items from their homes. Uh, when the rock slide began, they were close enough to hear it, but it was in the dead of night and pitch black. So even the cameras monitoring the mountain, they had to wait until the morning to get a clear picture of the aftermath. That's pretty wild. Yeah. In the light of day, uh, when they found the village intact, it was one of the best days since the evacuation began, according to the local head. Yay! So, yes. <laughs> a feisty kangaroo was filmed throwing punches at an American tourist in a Perth wildlife park, much to the amusement of onlookers. Uh, the, they love to see Americans get beat up. Uh, the kangaroo sing- singled out the visitor and began throwing punches in a brawl that was captured on camera. Uh, the incident began with the kangaroo, which appeared to be a smaller western gray, followed by a woman and child at uh, Kuhunu Kola, uh, Koala Park in Western Australia. A man intervened, stepping between the kangaroo and woman, and an energetic boxing match ensued. The roo immediately raised itself to its full height and began to swat at the American with his front paws. A younger man Boy, tried to get the kangaroo to intervene, but his efforts did not last long. The tourist can be seen attempting to hold the roo at arm's length by its neck, occasionally adding a defensive leg into the mix, but it only caused the roo to hop and lunge. About 30 seconds into the brawl, the younger man entered the frame and seemingly tried to calm the marsupial, causing it to briefly pause its assault, but it didn't last long. The two men are seen walking away from the fight on multiple occasions, but the Rue only wanted more. At one point, both men had a hold of one of the kangaroo's front paws, uh, causing it to rear up onto its muscular tail and kick them. 
in a swift, sensational maneuver. So they can do that. They can balance up on their tail. And some of these things, you know, this one's pretty big. I've seen bigger. That that can cause some damage. Yeah, they said this is a smaller gray, western gray. So this guy wasn't in too much trouble. But they will. I'm They can kick some ass. A woman who appeared I to want work, to fight you. worked at the park uh, walked over and scolded the kangaroo. I want to fight you. Pointing at it with a stern finger. I got a pouch. Amazingly, the roo uh, calmed down and abandoned the fight. Get away from me. And everybody was I'll okay. Take yourself back. I'll beat you up and then tuck you in my pouch. Afterwards. With my Joey. A TikToker, use, a TikTok user in Belgium decided that he would teach his family a lesson about the importance of staying in touch with each other. By faking his own death. Yeah, oh my God. I would have murdered this guy. David Barton reportedly roped his wife and kids into the ruse with one of his daughters posting online about her heartbreak at her father's passing. Uh, as his wider family came together at his funeral to pay their respects, uh, Barton made a dramatic arrival in a helicopter along with a camera crew and set about comforting his distraught loved ones. And then he it said, crashed. <laughs> he said, what I see in my family often hurts me. Uh, He said in defense of his unhinged actions, he said, I never get invited to anything. Nobody sees me. We all grew apart. I feel unappreciated. And that's why I wanted to give them a life lesson and show them that you shouldn't wait until someone is dead to meet up with them. You think he'll be invited to anything after telling this over? No, in fact, they will eventually kill him. Yeah, he said. They're going to wait for the dust to settle and then they'll murder him. And they'll all pay to have it done. And he also said only half of his family bothered to turn up for his funeral. Yeah. I think the guy's a dick. Absolutely. <laughs> I yeah. think that's what the Shame story on is. him. Yeah. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll get to the lesson question. We'll get to the trash. We'll get to the music news. And then a little bit later on, uh, Rob and Eric are going to join us from, uh, from uh, the Hooters uh, from Germany. Yes. Actually, they're going to Zoom because uh, they've got an announcement to make. So we'll come back in a moment. Stay with us. Threw out all your radios for a fancy speaker that talks back to you? Well, don't forget, you can still listen to us by saying, open MMR. You can even tell it you want to wake up to MMR, just like your grandpa's clock radio used to. Imagine that. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double-hung sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. A little bit, we're going to talk to Rob and Eric from the Tooters. They are, I couldn't get the H out. I said, Tooters. I started to say Hooters, and like, I went, and like, no H came out. The you broke my H. Tooters. Uh, they haven't announced it. They're checking in from Germany. 
<laughs> from Germany. Uh, and Pierre's going to be a part of this, possibly. Uh, if he arrives, and uh, we will uh, we will loop him in and have a chat with those guys, which is cool. Um, but for now, we have something completely different we're going to do. We're going to ask a lesson question, see if you've been paying attention to today's program. We do have a prize associated with that question, and the prize is the Super Mario Brothers movie prize pack, including the film on Blu-ray. All right, so I love this question. Sir Isaac Newton... <laughs> Was an English mathematician, physicist, astronomer, alchemist, theologian, or theologian. Yes. And author who was described in his time as a natural philosopher. What did Isaac Nougat do? <laughs> 215 263 WMMR. I will phrase that again. Uh, Sir Isaac Newton was an English mathematician, physicist, astronomer, alchemist. Theologian and author who was described in his time as a natural philosopher. What did Isaac Nougat do? do? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you remember. Call now. We'll do the trash yard calling it. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. <laughs> It's brought to you by A.D. Moyer Lumber, trusted expert since 1939. A.D. Moyer Lumber is your professional source for decks, windows, doors, kitchens, millwork, and more. You can visit them on the web at admoyer.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, dozens of life-size statues of children that Michael Jackson displayed at his Neverland Ranch are now up for sale. Apparently, initial interest has been tepid because many fear the statues might be similar to Steven Singer Roses. Oh. <laughs> Pope Francis is reportedly feeling great after a nine-day hospital stay during which he underwent surgery to fix an abdominal hernia. Pope Francis had originally hurt himself free-climbing El Capitan. Oh. Hey! And finally, 79-year-old Robert De Niro says his six oldest children have yet to meet his two-month-old daughter, Gia. De Niro explains that many of his older children are not allowed to leave their nursing homes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's your higher church. All We'll see if, indeed, we can find an answer to this question. Uh, so I'm going to go to Laura and get her on the line. Hi there, Laura. Good morning. Hello, guys. Uh, all right, Laura, here we go. Sir Isaac Newton was an English mathematician, physicist, astronomer, alchemist, theologian, and an author who was described in his time as a natural philosopher. But what did Isaac Nougat do? He melted a bug. He melted a bug, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is right, Laura. Hang on a second. <laughs> We're going to get your information. And we... <laughs> We're going to give you a Super Mario Brothers movie prize pack, which does include uh, the film on Blu-ray. Experience the year's biggest blockbuster event like never before. Own it on the Power Up Edition on digital and Blu-ray with supersized exclusive content available now from Universal Pictures Home Entertainment. Let's do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. I like big balls. I melt with a bug. <laughs> All right. Uh, music news brought to you this morning by Helium Comedy Club, bringing the laughs to Philly for many years. Helium Comedy Club has the best comics of today and tomorrow live every week. Tickets and lineup at heliumcomedy.com. Uh, just a couple of items to go over here. 
Flash and Tom Morello joined forces on Friday at the Grass Pop Metal Meeting in uh, Dessel, Belgium. Wow. Uh, Guitar World reported the pair live premiered their classic guitar dual Interstate 80, which was originally featured on Morello's 2020 EP, Commandant. Um, and it's interesting because I think they those two guys were in two of the best spin-off bands I've ever seen. Because uh, earlier this morning we were talking, Nick and I were talking off air about Audio Slave. Tom Morello was in Audio Slave. Amazing. And then you had... Um, uh, Millie Vanilli. No, uh, Velvet, Velvet Revolver. Revolver. Yeah, yes. not Millie Vanilli. Uh, which was another one of these great... You know, pseudo super groups. Yeah, and really just, good. And and unfortunately, they will never be able to happen again because the two lead singers are dead. Uh, but they were just so good, and uh, and I really miss you know bands like that that would uh, that would form from time to time, and always held out hope that they would be able to reunite and do that project again. But unfortunately, no. But Slash and Tom got together, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, let's see. In an exclusive interview, uh, Richie Sambora revealed that a reunion appearance of Bon Jovi at England's Glastonbury Festival is not happening. They need to just make this happen. Last year, Sambora went on record as saying plans were in motion for him to perform with his former bandmates at Legendary Festival, which would mark only his second time on stage with his former bandmates since abruptly quitting Bon Jovi a decade ago. Uh, Richie reunited with the group for their 2018 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. So, not happening. Do you foresee a time, is it even conceivable, that he fully no. rejoins the band and reintegrates? No, I, I don't think so. I think that uh, I think some uh, some feelings were hurt when, when that all happened, for whatever reason. I don't know whose fault. But John, who is the heart and soul of Bon Jovi, and this is a sad thing to say, doesn't need him. Yep. Uh, and I thought Richie was a really... Cool part of that band, especially with his backup vocals, yeah. his songwriting, his, his guitar playing. Um, but I just John can just John can do what he wants. Yeah, you know, I think. And and if there is enough of there, if there's enough of whatever went on to make him go, you know what, it ain't worth it. Then it's not going to happen. Yeah, you know, I, I I don't really see it happening. But you know, stranger things and have happened. Daughter in law is going to be Millie Bobby Brown. That's right. Yeah. Lest we forget. Lest we forget. All right, we played around with this a little bit earlier this morning, but Dolly Parton, and I want to play this audio case, has released two new tracks from her upcoming Rockstar album, which is due out on November 17th. The original song, Bygones, featuring Rob Halford, with special guests Nikki Six and John Five, uh, is one of them, and another one is a cover of Magic Man from Heart, and Ann Wilson is on it with uh, special guest... Uh, Howard Lees. Is Howard Lees from uh, uh, from Heart? Uh, is Nick, his name is spelled L-E-E-S-E, Howard Lees. Because if so, then that would explain how the guitar on here sounds exactly like it does for yeah. Magic Yeah, Man. if you take it from the beginning, it says, like, spot on. Yeah. Uh, Bad Company, Paul Rogers Band, uh, and he was inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a member of as Heart. As a member of Heart. Yeah. Okay, so that's why it sounds yep. so great. Yep. Um, so... I listened to both tracks, and the Rob Halford one's okay. I think it's okay, yeah. It's a uh, it, it's an original, and Rob doesn't do any of his trademark, you know, high-pitched screaming or anything like that, but it sounds cool. But this cover of, uh, of Magic Man is really good. It is. Uh, the second and third tracks from the release of... And I'm going to play some in just a second. Second and third uh, tracks follow the release of Dolly's self-penned lead single, World on Fire, which became a number one song on the Billboard Rock Digital Songs chart last month. 
Dolly said, Bygones is an original song of mine featuring Rob Halford from Judas Priest with Nikki Six and John Five. It's one of my very favorites on the whole album. The song fits with so many couples and coupling my voice. Uh, couples. Yeah, a couple? And my yeah, cu- a couple. My couple. Cu- and coupling my voice with Rob, one of my all time favorites, she said, ah, made it even more special. I think it's, I think it's good. I don't That's think crazy. it's, uh, but uh, listen, she's, as she said earlier, as you said earlier, um, she's firmly establishing cred in yes. the rock realm. This was the right. Felt, this is the right thing for her to do. Yeah, she felt that it was um, not. Um, Copacetic that she should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame without having more of a rock presence. So everyone disagreed with that, uh, but this is what this is about, and it's uh, it's really cool. And I think it's it's crazy awesome that she cites Rob as being one of her yeah. all-time favorites. It's, it's insane. And then she added, also, I've always wanted a reason to sing Magic Man by heart, and it was one of my first choices for the album. I was so happy that Ann Wilson agreed to sing it with me. Nobody can outsing Ann, she said, but I gave it my darndest. And we all added a few lines that were not in the original. We wanted to have a few things that made it seem like ours and hope I've made you proud. I think it's magic, she said. So let's play some of this. And, and we're playing the portion where they've added some verses, uh, which is really cool. Here we go. And, and by the way, she and uh, Ann trade back and forth uh, a little bit in the, uh, uh, in the um, refrain here. Dolly? Dolly's in her 70s, right? She's got to be. I mean, Listen that, to that voice, voice is cranking. <laughs> like, not even the slightest diminishment yeah. from her ability uh, to hit those notes. <laughs> it's amazing. And yeah. she's like, you know, she's a perfectionist. So when she gives you the thumbs up, you know, you've done something good. Yeah, she's 77. Jeez. Wow. I mean, like, she's still, mm-hmm. she, that register has not changed in the slightest bit. Uh, here's act- Listen to this. This is pretty cool. Hey there, Philly. It's Dolly Parton. My new record, Bygones. And just so you know, it rocks. Just like 93.3 WMMR. How about that? I love that. I love that. All right. Oh, man. Wow. It was one of my favorite interviews we had was with Dolly Parton. I agree. I agree. It was, And we expecting it. We're like, oh, she's a legend. Yeah, we'll talk to Dolly. Sure, yeah. why not? And we left that conversation going, I love her. Yeah. <laughs> 
Fantastic. So, uh, to celebrate the release of Rockstar, Dolly is offering various vinyl and CD boxed sets via her web store. All right, and that's it in music news. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second. Wrap things up and talk to Rob and Eric from The Hooters with Pierre Robert as well. Stay with us. We'll be our back. It's MMR's Local Shots, Artist of the Month. This month's band is Philadelphia's own High Leaf. Every Wednesday at 6.30 with your host, Brent Porsche. Search local shots right now at WMMR.com for even more exceptional local music. Brought to you by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. And the station that's always supported Philly's music scene. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. The Hooters on 93.3 WMMR. It is everything that rocks. Why won't you call me back? Why? The eternal question. And great music from those guys, by the way. It's awesome to have uh, Rockin' and Swing. First new studio album since 2010. And having some fun. We went to uh, the release party at their studios. Had a great time. And then they hit the road, man. Like, not that long after that. Pierre Robert is in studio with us now because... Through the magic of technology, we're going to a land where the gentlemen are pissing in the Rhine as we speak. (laughs) (laughs) To Germany. And look, Dave's joining, too. We have Eric and Rob and Dave of the Hooters. Good morning, guys. Or good afternoon. They're raising their beers. They've got beers. All three of them have a giant stein of beer. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. Wow. Yo. Yo. Good talk. Good talk. Good talk. Bonjour. Yeah, it's beer. Yeah, across the river. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can you hear us? Yes, we can. It is nice to see you guys, and it looks like Great you guys are you. having a lot of fun so far on the tour. Would we'll be correct in that? Uh, it's been awesome. Oh yeah, we're yep. about one weekend, four shows in a row. It's our first day off, so we're we're chilling. <laughs> We've yeah, talked we're, about we're chilling. All right. Yeah, <laughs> we did. Yeah, a lot of beer. beer We've man. talked about your popularity in Germany and how. Um, you've eclipsed the Hasselhoff factor. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're all well. driving. We're all driving one of those cars. Those Firebirds or whatever. <laughs> <you're driving. Right>. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are uh, you're on this tour uh, right now. There's a bunch of uh, rotating uh, groups. I know that you know Rick Springfield is on this tour uh, and Tommy Two Tone, Paul Young. Uh, some other bands are, are being uh, kind of uh, slotted in and out throughout the tour. Who's on right now with you in well, Germany? that's the that's U.S. The, oh, that's the U.S. tour. Yes. Oh, this is just you guys We're now. on our own here. Oh, awesome. We're on our own. We're headlining yeah, here. It's an evening with. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. We're doing about 25 shows all yeah. through Germany. Um, sometimes there's other bands. Or fest- some of them are festivals, but this is our tour, our show. We're bringing Philly. To Deutschland, exactly. <laughs> That's right. You know what it actually means is it's from a it, you know on the nice. U.S. tour, three-minute drum solo. Here it's a twenty-minute drum. Solo. Oh, okay. <laughs> they love it, Dave. Do I hear birds chirping in the background? There what, are. What birds. do the birds say in German? We're in a, They're German birds. Yeah, we were. Thinking yeah. about that on the yeah. way over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In German, chirp is Swiss <laughs> Ah, yes. <laughs> anyway, we're in a very nice little town called Balingen. And they have a very special garden show that they change each year. And this year it's here. And so we're, we will perform tomorrow night as part of this 
summer-long uh, program, so it's really, really quaint and old and it's beautiful. beautiful place. Yeah, We, we yeah, are yeah. Um, live-streaming this uh, on Facebook as well. Is it on the Hooters Facebook and yes, MMR's Facebook? We're on YouTube, on actually, YouTube. but yeah. Yeah, also on, on the I believe on it's on Facebook? their Facebook account. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what tube we're on, but if yeah. you if you join the 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 stream, uh behind David is a really classic uh German uh house yeah. you can see in the background. Right. That's our hotel. It is <laughs> no <Yeah. laughs> I don't know. It's so uh, Das Ramada. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> No, it's a very old, some beautiful parts of the town, very old, back to 15, 1600, you know, and uh, we come over here, we just, we bring what we do, we hooterize. Yeah, no, to being able to do this, and, and, and obviously the band years ago, we talked about your early days and, you know, the, the, the love of ska and all that stuff, you could yeah. hardly imagine that you'd get to see parts of the world and... and you know, my father's a big proponent of travel. This is what you have to do, you know. Yeah. Uh, and to have that vis-a-vis the music you create and sharing that with other people has got to be the absolute ultimate. It's totally unbelievable that we get to do it. You think about it, as long as we've been playing together and they get an opportunity to play in Germany and Sweden and Australia and Japan and be able to do that through, you know, playing you know, starting with man in the street, you know, we're just bringing a man in the street to other countries. It's been unbelievably cool. It's great. Yep. Nice. Yeah, great. And so uh, you guys wanted to, I think we're making an announcement, I right? I believe yes, that we, we are. are. Yes. Okay. If you guys. Where, was it? Drum roll. Take it drum away. Roll. We, yeah, we have a drum roll. We'd like wow. to announce the annual weekend of shows, the homecoming shows, we call them, at the Keswick Theater. First weekend in November, Friday and Saturday, November 3rd and 4th, and 2023. Nice. Nice. All right, so homecoming yeah. shows, the Keswick, November 3rd and 4th, and their weekend shows. Thank God for that. Uh, Absolutely. Fantastic. Yes, excellent. And so with that, with the uh, that's going to be just you guys at the Keswick for that show, for those shows? It is an, e- an evening with. Oh, These it. shows have been going on for a five, six, seven, eight years. I don't know. Before the I pandemic, think this is our eighth or ninth year. Okay. Pierre made almost all of them, I think. And Jackie and whoever comes by, it's become a tradition. And uh, oh yeah, it's an evening with. It's all us all night. It <laughs> so, sort of represents oh, the end of the touring season. Or, right, and or, it's fun because we know a lot of fans that come each time. So we try to change the shows around each time as well. Some old stuff, new stuff. Obviously, we have the new album, and we're going to play a lot of that, if not all of it. And uh, we just started playing it here in Germany, yeah. and they're, they're skanking to the sky. <laughs> this is as old. That's yeah. awesome. They, they get it. They yeah. get it fun. Pretty quickly, too. Yeah. So I think the Keswick will be yeah. the uh, the cherry on top. It always is. But that yeah. was a sign of the band they didn't, you know, we never really showed off before. I mean, we were, you know, it, it was just like something we started doing, and then, we had our thing back in 87 when we were Johnny B, and then we're bringing them back to the oh, yeah. sky. You know, it's something new. It's it's a great thing to watch. Well, the song like. Johnny B, which was on the second national, the third overall Hooters record, uh, One Way Home, was the first single from that record. And it uh, was it it was big everywhere. But in, in Europe, and particularly in Germany, it's an explosive thing to the degree that... Um, uh, there's a video from a couple uh, years back where you guys had played the song in the set. You leave the stage and the crowd starts singing it spontaneously, right. loudly, that you came back for the encore and did it a second time. Is that, Did I have that right? Yes, you, you are do. correct. Yes, yeah. happened. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how inspiring is that? 
Yeah, it is uh, inspiring. That's the best. Yeah. You know, when when you get the audience singing and then you just let them take over, right. that's the best moment of the show. <laughs> you know? Pissing in the rhyme, they were doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not only pissing in the rhyme, but singing it after the show. Yeah. So you, you guys have a, a new album uh, to take out and play music for an audience yeah. that hasn't seen it live. You haven't gotten their reaction live until now. Are there a couple of yeah. songs that you're getting a vibe from that are uh, translating really well on stage? No, yeah, no, it's working well. It's uh, we're doing much of the album, and uh, they just don't know who Pete Rose is. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah right. Rose, <laughs> everyone is like, who? Yeah, right. No, right. One's, no one's come up and asked us yet. <laughs> they're trying to be respectful. They're trying to be respectful. Well, I actually did want to ask you about that song because there's a couple instrumentals on the record, but Pete Rose is an old song. And I think Eric, you told me the sax is the original sax part from the original recording. Is that correct? What's the story behind Pete Rose? Well, I wrote the song in my head when Pete Rose was up to bat in the last game of the playoffs in 1980 that got them into the World Series. And um, it was just one of these things. I heard this melody in my head and then showed it to Rob and the guys, and we played it in the band for a while. And then when I got my first uh, quarter studio, four-track recorder, I thought it would be fun to make a little demo of it. So I did with a little drum machine and a little wanky bass machine. But the guitar and sax were played right and sounded good. So we grabbed those from the four track, put them into Pro Tools, and then built the band around it. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So, so, on, so on this new record, those parts are from the original recording, right? Yeah. There, That's there so are cool. a lot. There are a lot of parts that were taken from, from our 80s four track cassette on this record. What, and what? a little a little side note of Pete Rose, because our, our longtime monitor man, Turk, and by the way, shout out to the Hooters crew, yeah. U.S. and in Germany, we have the best crew. You might know Turk, he's done our monitors for years, and he's a big Phillies fan. He goes Everywhere he goes, he has the Phillies cap. He found a Pete Rose jersey on eBay, <laughs> and he brings us out every night. So he, he's our uh, kind of our MC. He's doing your role with Pierre. <laughs> and uh, he puts on the Pete Rose jersey, and, and which confuses everybody. <laughs> It's great, though. We're having fun. Cool. Excellent. Well, listen, an important bit of information is uh, these shows at the Keswick, Friday, November 3rd, and Saturday, November 4th, go on sale uh, on the 23rd, on Friday the 23rd. So that is this Friday uh, at 10 a.m. And uh, there will be a special pre-sale and if you use the code right. CONNECTION, and this is through, is this through WMMR.com? Do we know? I do. I... Marissa, no? Yes. Yes. Marissa gave thumbs up. All right. So that is uh, tomorrow at 10 a.m. Yeah. through Thursday at 10 p.m. So if you want to make sure that you get tickets, uh, use the code CONNECTION through WMMR.com, and you can get them that way. And then they... That's right. Official... You can go through our website, I believe, as well. Excellent. Um, and probably even get right to, to the Keswick, I'm guessing. But yes, pre-sale for the fans uh, starting... Uh, Tomorrow, I believe. Yep. Yeah, at 10 a.m. And then the uh, public sales are uh, going to be Friday at 10 a.m., which is awesome. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Wonderful, really gentlemen. Uh, well, right. it, is, it is great. We are so happy you guys are having a good time, and we're thrilled. Yep. Obviously, you've got some more shows coming up in this area, but the homecoming shows are hugely popular, and it'll be awesome uh, to be able to go, though. So, you got uh, it. All right, guys, stay safe. Have Enjoy that tour, and we'll Thank talk you to guys. you soon. Thank you. Cheers. Anytime, of course. Thank you. Let's hear Rob. Dave, Eric, the Hooters on MMR live from Germany. That's awesome. I love it. I want some of their beer. I do too. Now, yeah. Now I'm kind of salivating a little bit for that. But oh well. 
Um, how are you doing, ma'am? Excellent, excellent. Wonderful. Uh, this is exciting because uh, uh, I was working uh, with Rob's wife, Sally, throughout the weekend, uh, making, and Marissa, God bless her, putting all these details together so we could do the live stream because they wanted to live stream it on Facebook and uh, and connect all the Lots dots. Lots of two. Yeah, well, and then I go, I I better, well, Sally said, could we do this? And I said, well, I better get help. <laughs> and help came in the form of the lovely Marissa. Yes. So we were able to do that, which Wonderful. is cool. Yeah, I love it. Thank you for setting that up. Well, thank, thank you, you for letting us do it uh, at this time uh, when you really just want, would like to go home now. But uh, we just added a little extra to your day. It's all good. It's a beautiful thing. It's, it's a peace and love, thing. man. It's what I bring. Love. I know. That's right. It's what I bring, a little extra to your day. Did you bring a letter with you? I sure did. All right. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. Mm, H as in Hooters. All right, and we start with an H. We're going to give away a family for pack of admission tickets and fast lane vouchers to Dorney Park and Wildwater Kingdom. You can enjoy your favorite coasters and thrill rides in Dorney Park. Family fun in Planet Snoopy and over a dozen water slides in Wildwater Kingdom and all for one admission price. You can get the best deal on admission tickets today at DorneyPark.com. Uh, we're going to hand over the keys here in a moment. What do you got coming up, man? I like that, the keys. Um, I have on the program uh, Workforce Blacks of Bon Jovi. You're just talking about them, uh, STP, and Sir Paul. His birthday was yesterday, Father's Day, and his birthday. Happy Father's Day to three of you. Thank right, you, sir. By the way. Thank you. All right, and I want to thank our uh, sponsors, President Steve Show, brought to you by Duncan. Uh, the President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by A.D. Moyer, your professional source for decks, windows, doors, millwork, and more. ADMoyer.com. Tomorrow on this very program, uh, it'll be a tattoo day, so we'll give away a President Steve-themed uh, tattoo, Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. And tomorrow, yes, Rob McElhenney is going to be joining there we us go. talking about uh, AFC Wrexham and the friendly match against uh, the Union uh, in July. Yes. Uh, and we'll talk all things Sunny and podcast. Billy and Rob and yeah. podcast. Yeah, because the podcast is coming, too. All right, that's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash career slash USBP.